Whoa. What up, Squeezer? Sorry for uh, the political ad that you two played while I was down getting beer. God, I can't wait until November. <laughs> I know. I, I was playing. You can't go on YouTube. I was playing the WrestleFest off our Rad Years account, and I had the Legion of Doom off my account, which has no commercials I pay for. Mm-hmm. And, ah. and uh, yeah, I should have had them both playing off there because as soon as, soon as I went downstairs, that wasn't events. That was just me getting angry. You think uh, so? This is in, in tribute to um, the inventor of Zubaz. Uh, this this is it's pretty much about as rad years as it gets. Yeah, Zubas and face paint and spiky shoulder pads. Um, is it Mike Laurentis? De- Laurentis? Is Joe. The the- Joe. Joe Laurentis. Yeah, his brother is Johnny Ace. John Laurentis. Hey Vince, arms are great. Could use some oil though. <laughs> um, do you think is so? Uh, Hawk passed away in 2002, so Animal joins mm-hmm. him in the Great Ring in the Sky. Uh, I don't know if Paul Ellering's dead or not, but uh, is Rocco dead? The puppet. <laughs> do we have any status updates on Rocco the puppet? <laughs> Hold on, uh, Joe needs me uh, for quickly. He needs my opinion on Swedish fish. So, I I haven't eaten Swedish. I like Swedish fish, but I don't really I don't really eat much candy. If I do, it's just like Reese's peanut butter cups and ooh yeah. Um, so, but uh, when we were in high school, when we used to, we just had this weird nomenclature between us. We smoked a lot of pot. I'm gonna preface this with that mm-hmm. uh, when uh, we would say something was really good, we'd say it's a box of Swedes. Like that's awesome. Like that's a box of Swedes. Uh, you know, my one friend Shane, he'd start calling us like that chick's a box of Swedes, or those legs are box of Swedes, or we were playing Dreamcast. You beat that level, yeah, it's a box of Swedes. Great, it was it was, it was code we had for good. <laughs> that was short for box of Swedish fish. Ah, which was, nice. You had a box of Swedish well, fish. You were in good shape. Okay. So, ah, uh, yeah. I, because you know what, an overstock just stole your idea and went a little further with it. Literally, a box of Swedes. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's shipping people, right? An overstock. Yes, there's chil- there's children in there. Yes. Uh, Q and on, uh, everybody. Q squeezer and on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, I I love Swedish fish, I'm but I haven't had them in so long because. To truly enjoy them, they have to be blended with chlorine, because they were like my penultimate pool snack mm-hmm. when they come in the little baggies. That like they would go and get the big bag at the store and then put them in little baggies and tie them up and sell them to you at like three hundred percent markup. Uh, but because of that, you had all that chlorine on your hands, and it just enhanced the flavor. Um, so squeezer. You just set me up yeah. for a perfect Alex Jones, and I'm not even allowed to do him anymore. Nope. Oh, man. I got some requests to do uh, different... Uh... Unless you just want to go and do a lot of editing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Someone asked me to do um, some... Hold on, what was it? Well, also, I want to thank Ishmael, if he's listening. Uh, I got he that... Um, Warner Brothers exclusive Asbat. 
he uh, sent me an eBay link, and I got him for the low price of $30, which is pretty good. Damn. Uh, it's pretty sweet looking. Yeah. So someone sent me a really good, like, they wanted me to do, like, uh, Billy Crystal. I can't, I don't know if I could do Billy, Billy Crystal. Uh, so uh, our friend Wade from Canada said, long live Vince, don't kill Vince. Perhaps Terry Funk, but Vince... Tell the haters they can join the Kiss Your Ass Club. And wouldn't mind hearing Andre chime back in from time to time. Joe Exotic can go, but Andre, Dusty, and Vince are way too good to send to the showers. All the best, guys. Cheers. I, I think Vince has a place, you know, if, if, if you just kind of pull... If, if Vince is a, a response or a react or a punchline to something, I, I think Vince is... No, my Vince is when I, I can't control myself. I'm like... Well, yeah. Yeah, when when it's... If if you feel like you need to go in the vents, you go in the vents. I can't. I I I told the people that I know. Well, I'm telling you. You're giving me permission. Yeah. You're letting just me back off, the off hook? a little. What the, what's just the fun in that? Off. Uh, for because because I don't want to have to go around with a Kleenex and mop up your tears when you get um moderately uh pissed off emails well they i we've we've gotten uh some uh, you know I, i've been starting off the show reading and asking all the listeners if you like us the best way to help us is um if you like us go on apple Podcasts and rate and review us if you haven't yet it's the best way to help other people find our show um and uh we got some more comments and, and you, someone retract the guy or, or Gerald, or, or the person who wrote the three-star review, retracted their review and gave us a new one. We got um, five stars now from them. Uh, they, oh, wow. They said... So, just we give in the public opinion and people will like us. Right. So uh, I'm writing that down to teach my daughters when they wake up in the morning. So, of course, uh, our friend Gooch, still five stars, just wants me to stop with the play-down impressions. But LGA said, thank you. So much better, RK. I don't hate you and don't want you to die. <laughs> Five stars. Uh, EB... Wait, wait. Was that a threat? I, 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 it's okay. I'll, I'll allow it. Like, Oh, yeah. I, they did too, want me to but... die. <laughs> yeah, of course. You'll have... uh, EBT... Oh, no. I thought it was like by their hand. Like, if you didn't stop, you were going to die. Um. Maybe, yeah. We'll we'll see. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm never ever gonna really truly be able to stop. And if everybody, if no. you want, my, I, I, it's like I, alcohol is right. I gave a really good Vince impression in the group chat the other night. I, I mean, I wouldn't say good, good for me. Uh, at, when we were finishing <laughs> the day of work, I did it in the, the group chat. And and Sean today one and one. He wanted me to go all Vince on um, our our uh, Toys R Us. That's now a carpet store. That was depressing. I I've been down that way. That really kind of hurts. I'd rather it be empty. Yeah, I'd rather it, uh, know, be back to a Toys R Us. But anyway, EBT Skateboard yeah. said, genuine, real cats with real stories. Love these dudes. Thank you, sir. Five stars. Five star review. Just like we're in the <laughs> Tokyo cats. Dome. Well, that's what today, today is just a bunch of long-winded stories. Just a heads up. Oh, a lot yeah. of Simpson clips. Uh, Cutler802 said, fantastic stuff. Five star review. Growing up, you think you're the only kid sitting in their room obsessed with this stuff, and it's great to hear about others experiencing inter others experience interacting with pop culture during their formative years. 
Personally, I like the impressions and tangents and don't think you should listen to people's feedback. Do you get where you are today listening to people's feedback? No. Are my speakers ruined? Yes. <laughs> but there's a small <laughs> price to pay for all the fun I've had listening. You guys are great. Thank you, Cutler. I appreciate it. Oh, my God. The impression's back. It's back. Oh, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> down to a four-star review. <laughs> Not from Cutler. <laughs> LGA. Uh. <laughs> One star. And to be fair, we didn't, we didn't get anywhere from where we were before. Like, I moved, but that's regardless of the yeah, show. I, mean, I know. Our show's um, pretty popular. We have, big... we have... No, no. We have... We do. But, like... Usually, when you say and and in this, I you just, I agree. You just yeah, completely took a people shit on. But when the you say it's podcast, going no, but when people all, say it's going, somewhere, it means that you're some big fancy pants now, and we got nice cars and all this shit because of the podcast. Well, I have a nice car. Yeah, you no, we, we have we, you do have a nice car. I gotta get that shit that my my trims fading on the back. I gotta get that revival shit for my. I was thinking to dig at you, and, and you just you just got, you took it. <laughs> I said, "I have a nice yeah. car." And you just took it. You just you bent <laughs> yeah. Over and I was took gonna it. try like, yeah, we got nice. I hey, I'm I will always. I'm gonna run mine into the ground, and then I'll get a new one. Like that's there's a reason why ISIS uses Tacomas. They're reliable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to break down in the middle of a jihad. No, absolutely not. <laughs> You you don't you don't see fucking F one fifties with a fifty cal in the back. No, Tacomas. It's always a Tacoma. Oh, oh man, and people with those those giant with the three fifties. What's the big version of that? So, yeah, the, uh, yeah, three fifty, and then then I think is four when you start getting into like the. Uh, you're talking like, to the class wrong three guy. diesel fucking. Yeah, like, right. they have like seven fifties, which are basically, uh, like, you know, dumb trucks. trucks. They want that. Uh, That's what you could use if you hauled a TV trailer. Yeah, they want you would that, lose one. Uh, that gun that the Tacomas are running around with in the back of their car so bad, but they can't oh, handle yeah. it. Yeah, um, there's no no one has a boat that you need to tow that big. At that point, it's a yacht, and it's not going to fit down the highway. <laughs> They want uh, they want to just roll coal on uh, electric cars. I guess that's the whole point yeah, of having one. Uh, just get it, you know, trying to break even. Sure. Um, well, you never know when you're just gonna drive your pristine truck into a construction site, and someone's just gonna dump a pile of boulders in the back, and you gotta drive off. You know? Yeah. That, well, in the commercials, that's how they. No, it's a bunch. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of little logs that you took that you got from your buddy who took a tree down in his backyard. Like that's what you use it for. Yeah. Or you get a company one and throw a dead deer in the back. You know what are you gonna do? Did uh, did we say I can't do my Jim uh, Jim Cornette impression anymore? Nope. God damn! Fucking big old fucking truck hauling bullshit. Fucking goddamn! I'll kill you. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; they're nice, but uh, I'm loyal. So, uh, where are you at in the boys? I'm still stuck on episode six because you uh, made a call upstairs and fucked with my internet, and now I can't finish the season because it keeps freezing up. Oh, I didn't do shit. Did it really? Seriously? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I'm st- it's 
probably because I think it has something to do with uh, the the Prime Video app and my iPad's a little slower, and that's the only place I really get to watch it is like standing at the kitchen sink, like cleaning up shit from the kids at twelve o'clock at night, and then I just stand there and drink beer and watch it on an iPad. So I'll try it. I'll load it up on the uh, on the Fire Stick or whatever, and see if it works on the regular old TV. But then I gotta watch because I don't have any. I can. I guess I could run off the PlayStation. I can have my headphones on there because you know you want to be able to hear it, and you don't want your kids to hear it. You gotta so, get an Apple TV that connects to your AirPods. Yeah, well, that's the next TV. I gotta. That's the next purchase once. Oh, everything else comes in, but I'm kind of nervous because I'm waiting on my third rug, uh, my third set of blinds, and God knows what else. Because every, I think like they they stop before like around the corner from my house and just break my shit and then show up at the door and go, here it is, you know. So it's Uncle Bex. Fuck this shit. Yeah, like literally, we, we ordered a like like just blinds shit. for that. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Like blinds for like the door in the back and. There's no way, like, you would have to put in effort, like, to to bend it. Like, they had to have put it up against, like, the gate, the tailgate, or, like, the step on the back of the truck, and just started stomping on it. Hmm. Like, the amount of energy. It had to have taken more work to ruin the shit that you bring to my house than to, like, deliver it in one piece. Um, That's true. We, but uh, yeah, I'm so I'm I fell behind. I would probably be done with season two already because I was loving well, it. But you I'm won't stuck be. Season, at, season two isn't. It's uh, it's at least one a week. Squeezer. Season two is. Well, I mean, I'd be caught up to where I'm at. I am almost caught up. I finished season one. It is so good. Yeah, it is so fucking good. I got I got two more to go, but it keeps hanging up on me. That guy who plays preferred... Homelander is so fucking terrifying. Hateable. Oh, my and ha- yeah, ter- God. yeah. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. He's he's a fucking yeah. heel. He knows how to be a heel. Oh yeah. And 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 on so many different levels too. Yeah. Like you hate him from the beginning for one reason and then uh how many airplanes later you're like you fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first airplanes when you first realize he's not the good guy. But Yeah, um, and then and then yeah, wow. Spoilers. Yeah, he's uh he's really good, and um, it's really the the second season. Only we're only two episodes in, but it's it is a good one. Uh, and yes, Joe, we watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy on ABC that we've just finished, and then came out to podcast. Nice. It was on the Wonderful World of Disney. Today. I can always watch Guardians of the Galaxy. That's my mm-hmm. favorite Marvel movie. What was it? Did it feel different? Was it more enjoyable knowing that other people are watching it at the same time with you? It always is. Yeah, it, it's it makes it's no it makes no sense, and I think that's something that will probably eventually die out with our generation, sure. because you know, no one else is going to have that sense of. I own. Uh, the movie on Apple, so I could I, not not just like I have to go get a DVD or just Blu-ray and put it in. I own it on mm-hmm. Apple TV, so I could just queue it up and play it on any on both of the t- televisions in our house or any of my computers. It also yep. is streaming on Apple TV or on uh, Disney uh, uh, Plus, mm-hmm. which I will continue to keep paying for every year because of Mandalorian. 
Um, and I could watch it on there, but it's not the same. Squeezer. Uh, I have mm-hmm. to no. get CBS All Access fired up because um, our good dear friend, uh, Blake Griffin's uh, book, Console Wars, there's a documentary series on CBS All Access that already launched oh. streaming now. And I finished High Score on Netflix, and now I got a hankering for more video game. Um, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to get the goddamn Peacock. What's on Peacock? Parks and Rec. That's about it. The Parks and Rec is still on Netflix. Uh, it leaves uh, next in like two weeks. January it leaves, I thought. No, October. Oh, I we just rewatched. We just the got whole the we got the little alert in the corner, like, "Hey, this is leaving." Like, fuck. Oh, we watched the whole series. She wants to cancel Netflix now because of that. It's There's the so much she good stuff on Netflix. I know, but or you could watch all that, or you could just we rewatch Parks and Rec for the fifth time. <laughs> um, I'm being generous when I say fifth too. So. Yeah, well, we're she Enchantress has never seen it, but we're. Rewatching Community, it's probably my sixth or seventh time watching mm-hmm. Community, but she's never seen it, so she uh, humors me and watches it. Ah, well, that's that's two humors you get: the humor of her and the humor of the show. Oh, I sit there. And it's laugh. a laughing riot. I sit there and laugh like an idiot. I laugh like fucking. Yeah. Like, well, it's uh, like that was like me like pulling my clips. I was like just rolling, laughing at Simpson clips because I'm an idiot and. But it was so fucking funny. And they're older ones. Well, that's when the show was funny. Yeah, I'm sure it still is. Maybe. I I just don't have the time. To... I scroll through and I see it's on FX all the time. like Or FXX on replays. And I know I can watch it on Disney Plus, of course. It's on Freeform, but... too. In Freeform, too. But... When I when I see it on TV, I'm like, if it were a decent one, like an older one, I'm like, I would watch. But it's always like season like 28 or 30. I'm like, I just don't even feel like after the movie and when the like the animation changed, just it's a different feel. It is a different feel. Uh, Community is amazing, Brian. Autumn did. I I want to watch the IT crowd. I never did, but Community is. Fantastic. I never watched Supernatural, but Community, great, great. That's great shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's some more minutes for you. <laughs> All right. So let's start the show. We're talking uh, about some of our favorite fall memories. Fall memories. Yeah. This is going to be a weird, sentimental kind of show. So if you tuned in to hear us talk about uh, action figures, uh, that was last week, which it felt like forever ago. That uh, felt like yeah, the did. longest week. Like when when I pulled up, um, when I went into uh, Premiere to just dump my, you know, cut my clips up, I'm like, oh yeah, we did action figures. But that felt like I don't even remember what I picked. Like it felt like an eternity, and it's been the exact same amount of time. Let's see. I think I remember you because I, I did. You t- I remember the one thing you picked. You picked the weird villains of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I made. Yeah, I made yes. uh, a Instagram post. That. Sorry, I don't post on Instagram a lot. I don't want to blow up your feeds. I feel like some people just post too much. Uh, I don't want to do that. I post sparingly. I post, you know, 
two, three things per There's topic. A happy medium. It, it started a nice conversation. People got excited about it. Yeah. They're like just throwing up one. It wasn't even like, oh, yeah, that one. It's like, no, they were going deep into the. Brian, that was kind of cool to see. Brian wants me to request, uh, or I'm sorry, do Delilah requesting fall memories. I don't have a Delilah impression. It's really, I mean, yeah, yeah okay. All my impressions. <laughs> Delilah is just Delilah's the straight man in the. Uh... Yeah, Delilah's just hey, <laughs> hey, it's Delilah here on Magic 102.9 WMGK. It's a beautiful night here in Philadelphia. On the phone we have Vince. He's angry and he wants to hear some fall <laughs> memories. Vince, what can we do for you? Hey, Delilah. Hey, pal. How are you doing tonight? I want to hear about fall shit, leaves, apples, pumpkins, all sorts of candy corn and shit. Oh, yeah. Delilah. So, last, it was last week. I completely forgot to bring it up last week before the show. I We had a grocery pickup. For like eight to nine, mm-hmm. so I got the kids to bed, hopped in. I took the wife's car because she has like a trunk, and you know I don't want like bread flying out the back of my truck. So I took her car. I get in, and who the hell do you think is on the radio talking to me? Delilah. Yeah. Easy listening. Is that uh, what Mrs. Squeezer's yeah. into? <laughs> yeah. She probably. Uh, the problem was it was. She probably real, gives no, beautiful. No, I know exactly what day it was. Um, no, she probably gives beautiful dedications to her handsome husband all the time, and you never hear him. Mm-hmm. No, I remember when it was because it was last Friday, and I was gonna. Rec- I started recording it and as a joke and like send it to the group. But do you know what last fr- or two Fridays ago was? And these are very sad, heartfelt. Oh, your uh, anniversary! Shout-outs. No, that's in October. No, it was nine eleven. Oh, and I no. like so I'm recording this. And I'm like I'm like laughing, like ha ha, it's so sentimental. I'm like, oh, oh, this is kind of dark. I can't do this. Oh, I'll save it for another time. I felt like an asshole, um, but it was kind of your fault because you brought Delilah up. So. I blame you. Delilah. Never forget. But I mean, that is like a cornerstone of my childhood. So much of it involves, of your childhood involves being stuck in your car, your parents' car. Right. And my and mom you, forcing you gotta us to And you got to decide what is worse, being in your mom's car and hearing Delilah or being in your dad's car and puckering your lips out the crack of the window trying to suck <laughs> fresh air because you're in the equivalent of a bar because he's on his seventh cigarette on the way to the store. <laughs> so... See, uh, my dad didn't get a decision. When we were in his car alone, it was radios. You had just heard radios and scanners. But when we were in his car with my mom, we listened to what my mom wanted to listen to. When we were in my mom's car, we listened to what my mom wanted to listen to. Generally, it was what my mom wanted to listen to. And 99.9% of the time, it was Delilah. <laughs> yeah. Was, if she was at night, felt like seven days a week. <laughs> Uh, but if, it, if we were driving to the beach, she'd make us listen to like fucking the uh, Avita soundtrack the whole way down to Rome Beach. Yeah, I, I know those songs by heart, unfortunately. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is, I yeah, see? Yeah. Never left you. See, you know it too. It was torture. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that was, that was a big one. That was on. That was on. Delilah would play that shit. Yeah. Evita Peron, the voice of Argentina. Ah. 
And then the yeah, well, movie came uh, yeah. out. She watched that fucking deep. thing over and over and over. Same with The Bodyguard. Oh, there's another movie she made us watch over and over that I'm going to talk about later on in the show. But let's get started. I think oh. I go first, right? Oh, oh, no, what I was watching today. So in the lunchroom, I'm standing there. And the, the, the smartest guy we know puts on Waterworld. Captain? And then I had to stand there. and No, much. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, no. No, but yes. No, uh, I, I stood there and I watched Waterworld just standing there in, in the lunchroom for like 20 minutes. And it's not, I don't know. People are really oh, hard on it. Work. And I get it. It's not the greatest work of art, but I like it. It's got, it's a post-apocalyptic water movie. He's got gills. There's dirt. And for some reason, dirt's worth something to them. Oh, the gills. I get it. It's rare, but gold is rare. But gold, you can also make jewelry and conductors and all kinds of shit. I lost. I guess where they you're can going plant like plants. But... What are we talking about? Uh, Waterworld. Waterworld, right? Gills. I wonder if he's ever had them ooh, ooh, fingered by a girl in a Toledo Mudhen shirt. A Kevin Costner show would be good. Nothing. Oh, oh sorry. Did... What about there? the Mudhens? You might not be there yet. You said he had gills. I said, I wonder if he's ever had them fingered by a girl in a Toledo Mudhead shirt. I don't know if that's in episode six. You must be, you got to get further. Oh, I got to, hmm. I thought that you were. All right, yeah, I got to keep watching. Maybe, but, you know, I, I, re I retain things. I'm like a, a has, colander. Has, has the deep gotten transferred to Sandusky yet? Uh, to the water your, park? Your long silence gives that a no. Yeah, well, he's Sandusky, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the dol the, the dolphin thing? He did, he, yeah, the dolphin and the truck. Yeah, oh, I, that was hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, I would find that the funniest thing in the entire fucking show. Well, the dolphin's, like, sexually harassing him. Oh no no! I meant that, well that. But yeah then, no, I get uh, what you find funny. When you the dolphin bastard. leaves the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, of course I would find that hilarious. If, if you haven't watched the boys yet, it's some great shit. The darkness yeah, of the boys. Garth Ennis. It's is, really is, it's darker than I thought it would be. It's very dark. It's beautiful. But I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, but yeah. I still, I mean, I get uh, Watchmen's a better show. But, the, but this is just so fucking entertaining. Okay. Yeah. Like, Watchmen wins all the Emmys. Boys isn't going to win sure. all the Emmys. But it's uh -huh. hugely entertaining. It's fucking dark and fun. Yeah. Can you, all right, now you're ahead. Can you turn my cable back on? I didn't touch your cable, buddy. You got to get a better all right. iPad. All right, I'll totally miss that. Or like an Apple TV. No, I, sp I spent a lot of money on lights, so lights for a studio in here that I'm never going to use. So. <laughs> it's coming. It's go getting together. I'm going to build it, and I'll never use it. Heads up, everyone. All right. Well, can we finally start the show? This is the third time I'm trying to start the show. Usually, it's you trying you can to start. So I'm not stopping you. All right. Well, I think I am. I don't remember, but I think I'm first. Sure. Last week, um. You went first with the Star Wars figures. Okay. 
and I'm going first this week with my first pick, everybody. Fall Memories, in case you forgot what we're talking about in all this goddamn rambling. Hallmark presents Halloween as you've never seen it before. Hallmark's Boo Bazaar, where actual costume accessories create a spectacle beyond belief. <laughs> Horrify your head. Try on glowing terror. Shake in your shorts. <laughs> Everything to let the ghoul times roll is at Hallmark's Boo Bazaar. Now playing in a store near you. I'm frightened. So, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the beauty of independent Hallmark stores before, mm-hmm. like the spinning wheel uh, was one of, one that uh, we had two. There was a spinning wheel behind my house in Crest Plaza, and there was one down in Village yep. West. And uh, the beauty of a Hallmark store was, if you even go one today, like they don't throw, they don't get rid of stock. If something came into their store in 1982. And it hasn't been sold. They will. <laughs> it'll still be put out. Oh, that makes sense. That's why it's so impossible. It's a walking fire trap. What? It's like a Chinese finger trap. When you walk into those stores, you just can't get back out. Yeah, they, they are tough. Uh, all the ornaments on display. It's just. Uh, yeah, and when you're a big fat guy, it's kind of tough. So, um. When we were kids, we'd go in, and, and it was just – it's just like this crazy, weird Halloween store. Um, they they had some masks. They had costume pieces. <clears throat> but like I said, they never got – like nothing ever went stuck. So you said, said stickers or stickers – like cellophane-wrapped sticker sheets from like mm-hmm. 1975 on sale in 1994. <laughs> well, they didn't sell, and they're Halloween. So they put them back in the, the stock room, and when it's time to sell for Halloween, you put them back out, right? Yeah, that's how you do. And and for me, I found like I love that kind of shit. Um, so I get excited, and then I I would ride my bike. I was the only twelve uh, like year old kid riding his bike <laughs> going to the Hallmark <laughs> to the Hallmark store. Uh, come Halloween time, because and and they marked oh, down. Your cheeks had to have been red. All the old little old ladies pinching you. <laughs> oh man. No, they just thought I was there to steal things, I think. They're, mm. giving, they're giving me the evil eye. I'm like, I'm here to buy uh, three uh, baskets worth of Halloween garbage for uh, $3 and change because it's 40 years old and marked down a thousand times. That's how you get the best deals. I still have some stuff. I buy like full... Um, I'm just like brain dead tonight. Full, not racks, uh, full, what do you hang shit on? Uh, hooks? Mm, you know the... Uh, egg boards. No, the, the pegs um, with the... Christmas trees. I guess a hook. Yeah, they were they were pegboard, peg, yeah, they're pegs. Because you put a peg in a pegboard. Pegs. They were peg. peg warmers. That's what they're called, peg warmers. So I would, um buy like a full peg of like stickers that were marked down to like 10 cents a pack. And um, Did, were they still even sticky? I never opened them. I still have some of them. Oh, sweet. I was collecting squeezer. <laughs> That's healthy. Oh, I still, a- I, as a kid, <laughs> I still, 
Well, I mean, I, I thought I was going to like, I, I, for some reason, I thought they were going to come around again and be worth something. Ah. Not the case. But they're worth sentiment, I guess. Of course. Um, so And sometimes, and you're a curator now. Like, you're responsible for that still existing. Well, yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the Instagram webpage. That's what I'm trying to yeah, do. Yeah, you got to pass that on to the next generation that's not going to give a shit. I'm not perfect at it yet, but I'm trying not to post other people's shit on my Instagram anymore. I'm trying mm-hmm. to only post stuff that I, I'm trying to get it and, and be like what you said, a curator. Get it and, and photograph it really well. And put it up there. It's like, okay, I have this. This is my picture. Um, I, I, I feel bad at taking other people's shit and being like, here's the thing. And getting, and we're not getting any money off it or anything, but I just feel mm-hmm. bad presenting it as my own. Um, so I'm trying to uh, get better at shit saying, if this is a picture of something I have, my a, a piece of mine uh, in my collection. Here it is. Because uh, it's so damn big. My collection is just, it's, it's easier just to Google image search something than to go down in my basement, pull it out, and photograph it. But I am trying to get better. You've really got to start working on a crazy beard. So when you're on that Pickers show, uh, oh, you'll God. fit right in. I couldn't go in someone's junk. <laughs> <laughs> no, they come into your junk. Oh, even worse. Yeah, they come in, look around, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you seven hundred dollars for this, and you're like, eh, no, seven hundred dollars. All it is is plastic bins. They wouldn't know what it is. Yeah, but that's what they do in that show. <laughs> they, they go, oh, I'll, so it's like Storage uh, this, Wars. You never watch that show? Uh, uh-uh. I watch Storage Wars. Uh, it's two extremely heterosexual men. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, uh. Buying old shit from crazy people, but it's completely staged. And well, that's how uh, Storage Wars almost, too. Storage Wars, they found. Oh, it's they found like almost as staged as Storage Wars. So you you watch Storage Wars? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, so staged. Not, no, not in a long time because I I've seen oh. once you see the first like three episodes, you've seen every episode. Yeah, right. I'm talking like ten years ago, yeah. and then the f- fake drama they had between yeah. the the buyers. Oh, they were the yeah, and they the were the masters who, go, of yep. the literally, literally the 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 wipe to to break with the garage door opening. You'd like you hear black. Oh, what's inside? And you know, it's nothing. I I made out pretty good with this storage locker. Like I get the one purse that like they owned like a, a junk store, but mm-hmm. I I really don't. I really don't get the. Yeah, that that makes that makes sense. But well, or like my my favorites were always like the Bigfoot or Loch Ness monster shows, when it's like they think they have evidence. It's like, could this be it? I think this is and break. And I'm like, wait a second. I know how long it takes to produce a TV show. And if it really was the Loch Ness monster, we would know already before this show aired. So. It's not going to break any ground. You're not going to discover the Loch Ness Monster on a show that was filmed months ago, edited. It's going to get out. But you still sit and watch anyway. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, uh, so the Hallmark stores and their uh, ancient garbage 
And I, I still like like popping a Hallmark store. I don't think the one in the mall, the gold crown store, like the, the, yeah, it's too uh, it's too corporate now. That one, but uh, those old independently yeah, owned I mean, Hallmark that kept. I go there when stock. I forget about you know Mrs. Squeezer's you know certain special events, holidays, birthdays, anniversaries, and you know you can knock a few categories out right there, and then you go downstairs and get a beer, and you're all set. Um, <laughs> Uh, Dunderbox, uh, I was in the mall today. Oh, yeah? I had to return a oh, copy can... of War and Peace and um, get a new copy. Enchantress bought a copy of War and Peace that was as thin as a magazine. The And it, it had like 20 pages per page in the smallest typeprint. It was like worse than the Bible. Oh, God. How do you? Right. She, was, she bought it online. She didn't realize it was like that. So I returned oh. it and got a better oh. copy. Yeah. And then because the actual book, I believe, did you have to register that as a weapon? <laughs> yeah, was, you, you can bludgeon someone to death with that thing. You know, I'm the right thing. You can bludgeon someone to death with most things, Squeezer. Nah, that's true. Fucking LJN WWF figure. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I went in um, the mall. I left Barnes and Noble and I walked through the mall to go back to my car just to see what was happening. Maybe pop in. I just stuck my head in FYE, see what their exclusive pops are. They really not have anything mm-hmm. um, that tickled my fancy too much. They had a, uh, a Iron Bob from Chanson Bob reboot, but I, know, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to waste my time with the long-haired guy who wants to sell me magazines. I don't know if, when was the last time you bought anything F- from FYE. Uh, it might have been a CD. Ah, uh, so it's a long. Ago. Well, now like they have a lot of cool stuff, yeah. exclusive shit. But like they, I, hold... I think I like I've popped in a few times, but I... they don't let you no, swipe they... your own card, and they kind of like hold your card ransom until they give you your whole pitch for their their uh uh card that uh you sell. They 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 sell you a card that gives you discounts. I don't know what the fuck you call it, a membership card. Mm-hmm. It's a scam, is what it is, and then they try to sell you. you have ma- to pay for it? Yeah, of course. Then they oh they, Jesus! They try to give you uh, free magazine subscriptions, and I'm like, no, no one fucking reads magazines. Give me my card back and give me my fucking toys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, then I walk past Thunderbox. That's <laughs> like when GameStop tries to sell you the Prima official strategy guide. I'm like, I, I have the internet. <laughs> I still want. I like it, it's not like back in the day where, you know, like, like we were talking like Ocarina where you like you carried around in school because that was like you're, you know, getting off on Zelda during school until you got home. Right. But now. Yeah. Uh, Joe asked if I've ever been recognized in public due to Rad Year's fame. Uh, <laughs> would you believe? No, I have not. But I was recognized on eBay. Uh, that was my first. So I, I was buying some. Not junk on eBay. Some really cool stuff. Uh, yeah, just you know, empty, empty Pepsi cans from not thirty not years this, ago. Not this one. The, it was a Pepsi related oh. thing though. And uh, our, our our friend Keith, our listener Keith, um, said, "Hey man, any chance of your RK from the Radios? Because my eBay name is RK Film Co. And I was buying something ridiculous that only I would buy. And he said, "Any chance of your <laughs> RK from the Radios? If so, thanks for all you do. I love your podcast. Listen every week, Keith. You're the man." 
That was the only one and only time I've ever been recognized, and it was on eBay for buying something ridiculous <laughs> that I love. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my only recognition. Squeezer, your first pick. Well, if God didn't make little green apples, it's Homer Simpson. <laughs> How long have you been here? Twenty of the suckiest minutes of my life. Oh, sucking down the cider, huh? Hey, word to the wise. Season pass. Pays for itself after the 16th visit. You know, most people don't know the difference between apple cider and apple juice, but I do. Now, here's a little trick to help you remember. If it's clear and yellow, you've got juice there, fella. If it's tangy and brown, you're in cider town. Now, there's two exceptions, and it gets kind of oh, You can stay, but I'm leaving. Yellow if they're using late season apples. And, of course, in Canada, the whole thing's flip-flop. <laughs> Oh my! I better get you some cider. <laughs> I, I'm not even looking. It's just the audio. I'm still laughing at it. Um, so it, it, if you haven't seen it, it's Homer's brain is the one that leaves, and then he collapses on the floor in the most humorous fashion. Yes. Oh goddamn, that's good. Um, I'm with Flanders on this. I love my cider. If it's clear and yellow, you got juice, fella. <laughs> if it's tangy and brown, you're in Cider Town. Uh, I gotta—I forgot all about that line, and I'm going to use that on the missus quite often until she is irritated uh, beyond reproach. Um, yeah, I look—I am one of those guys. I look forward to the fall. It is my particular time of year because I am one—I'm uh, a little on the huskier side. So it's twofold. One, you sweat less. And uh, two... There's still can... some sweat, though. You just said sweat less. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> well, you know, you got days like today where it's like fucking 70. Ah. <laughs> it was 80 today. 80? I was in the truck. It was cold in there. Um, and you get to start wearing sweatshirts, which, you know, hide a lot of the damage. <laughs> but the big thing is it's the snacks. It's the treats. And I'm not just talking Halloween, like, in that traditional, like, Martha Stewart kind of shit. Like, that very fall kind of, like, like pumpkin seeds and apple cider are, like, to me, it's like, that, that I look forward to that all year round. And it's fleeting. It only lasts a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. I had my, I, well, I didn't have pumpkin seeds. I had squash. But it, you treat them the same way, and they're still delicious. Because um, we had a spaghetti squash. We did a little the pizza thing you know you shred it and put the marinara and the cheese on it's delicious um but you get the seeds out you roast them do all that, you know delicious but give me some legit apple cider where you get the swirly little uh chunks of uh like decayed apple goodness at the bottom oh yeah i'm a happy boy i have a little glass here right now of cider mm -hmm. yep yep I got so yeah, we're definitely gonna have to take at least probably two breaks in the show because I have my coffee, I have my cider, I have my beer. So yeah, it's a very hydrated episode of the Rad Years. Um But that that's one of those things I look forward to all year round. I like my cider. And there there you have to be gotta be particular about it too. You can't just go to the grocery store and buy cider. Although this round it was and they actually had good stuff. Because you're lucky, like, you know, some of the stores do bring in local stuff. Um, but if you get, like, the really processed, you don't want the really processed stuff, where it's basically just sour apple juice. 
but if you can get the stuff like right from like the orchard where you definitely overpay or some weird uh roadside stand made out of pallets with some guy with a beard that looks like he should be on storage wars um <laughs> yeah that that's the stuff like and the shittier the stand the better if the writing on the little chalkboard <laughs> the, the higher, is, is misspelled the higher the chance of you going blind from drinking it the better <laughs> yes yes um, I got an amoeba from my cider. <laughs> yes. You got to be careful. Uh, Those they... hillbilly boys keep coming down with COVID-19 locally. Uh, yeah, they are. Giving a new yeah, meaning to like... kissing cousins. <laughs> but it, but it's like when guys pop for steroids because they got creatine from China. It's like they made apple cider. They just kind of rinsed out the moonshine still and then made apple cider in it. Wow, this has got some kick to it. Well, it's, it came in a mason jar, so yeah, it's got to be good. <laughs> it's carbonated. I don't know why. <laughs> um, oh, man, I need more apple cider. It has a good vinegar smell to it. <laughs> Doesn't taste like but it. But yeah, it smells like yeah. it. It's got a kick. But I did learn in college, My one, one of my history professors was kind enough to teach us that if you just need to get a little bit hammered, just take your apple cider and just stick it outside and let it freeze and let it sit for a while. And the water in it will freeze and then all the good uh, fermenting apple juice will sit at the bottom and eventually turn to alcohol. And you can get a pretty decent buzz off some apple cider. And possibly go blind. Sure. Yeah. You can just go get some beer. But um I tried it. I didn't have the patience for it. I just like apple cider. It's delicious. There'll be liquor clouds above your deck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I kind of did the Simpsons thing, too, and it's only for one of my picks. but uh, And it's also about fall goodies and apples. So here's my next pick. Here I pour caramel over the cotton candy. <laughs> I'm gonna pour caramel on my clothes, and then finally I can eat my shorts. This is 85 pounds of tooth-melting sugar. Dig in. That's it, kids. Suckle daddy's sugar ball. Now <laughs> <laughs> right, did they get that carnival thing? Yeah. It's a big carnival food. So I'm talking about uh, caramel apples. When I was a kid, mm -hmm. they would sell them in these plastic container three-packs. Apple. The stick stuffed in it, dipped in caramel, dipped in crushed peanuts. Mm. It is such a delicious treat. I have some downstairs yeah. that I just sweets. I like to buy, but I I, I don't get around to eating all the time. <clears throat> um, so, um, yeah, we have caramel apples downstairs. My mom used to buy them, and there and it was three packs. There was five of us though in the house. But my mom controlled who gets them and who doesn't. It wasn't like when we got older, it was just like fair game. You buy something, it's going to get eaten, you know? Mm -hmm. 
But as kids, you still live by the rules of you could only, you know, you necess- you didn't necessarily get the opportunity to go eat, serve your own food to yourself. And a uh, quick sidebar, uh, they're asking about our signed pictures. Uh, I was working on it, and then I forgot. I couldn't find the right guy to print them up. And I left, dropped the ball on that project. I was trying to make them come self-stamped so I could just, like, get Squeezer to sign a bunch of them and throw them out in the mail. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll get I'll get back to it. Uh, the new Halloween sticker ship, you guys haven't even – Brian saw the logo. I'll tell you that. Brian has seen it. I think Brian saw the logo before you, Squeezer. The new Halloween Did logo. I see it? I, t- I showed it to you, didn't I? I don't. We had this conversation before. Oh yeah. You might have, but like again, I am a sieve. I showed it to Brian just because he posted something that it's uh, inspired by, and I was like, "Oh, funny kinky dink." <laughs> Here's our Halloween <laughs> logo and the stickers. Oh yes. Oh yeah, Sean. Oh yeah. The stickers shipped today. Uh, they uh, are coming in, so there will be new Halloween stickers, new Halloween logo, because I cannot. Yeah, Brian seen it. So can't help myself i can't help myself i'll update the logo on the website just not the blogs uh, i've got a giant pepsi blog coming that was supposed to be the summer and i spent a lot of money on it so i'm gonna write the fucking thing i'm scrolling i'm on the site now i'm just scrolling through when we were doing the whole pandemic watch along every day yeah there's so many posts uh but like the 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 grocery store training video yeah <laughs> That was a great one. Uh, video <clears throat> power. That wasn't a great one. <laughs> what are the things that go in pegboards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to go down for uh, uh, for one of the good ones. Oh, so anyway, um, <clears throat> my mom would buy caramel apples. And... Um, I don't like necessarily green apple squeezer. Another oh, good well, for cooking. Yeah, I, for I can see that because you're you're fairly sweet, and that would you know. And I, I like dipping them in cheese fondue. Ooh, yeah! Oh, now you're so talking. Good. Uh, but wait, apples? Yeah, you never had an apple dipped I, in cheese fondue? I, well, yeah, because <laughs> it's me. I dipped everything in cheese fondue, but traditionally it was usually like the chocolate or the caramel. No, uh, when you go to the melting pot, they mm-hmm. give you Been there. Done they, that. they yeah. give you bread chunks, they give you vegetables, yeah. and they give you green apples. And green apples are one of my favorite things to dip in cheese fondue. Mm. Mm. It's so good. It's just like Remy, the little rat who cooks on uh, uh, ratatouille. <laughs> yeah. He's like, when you eat like the cheese and the grape, and the cracker, or each by itself, okay, it's okay. But when you combine all of them, that's when you get the hand in front of the, the mouth, like, mmm, the flavors. <laughs> <laughs> I learned everything I know about cuisine. and, and um, you, you learned from a rat? Hot cuisine from uh, Remy the Rat, yes. I, there's a meme going around about the if, um, at the end of the movie, spoilers, people, the food critic who sponsors or who, who like he's a real curmudgeon. He's like the Dave Meltzer of uh, food critics. Fucking mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer's a goddamn heel. Fuck that motherfucker. Kill him. Uh, 
he can't be won over. And Remy is such a good cook. He makes him ratatouille, the titular dish, and he eats it. And it's taking him back to his childhood. You know, it, it, it hits him in the nostalgia. It's kind of what we aim to do. Uh, when yeah. we do the show and he is so uh taken back by it he he fronts the money to open up uh remy's restaurant and it's like our rats live eight months or a year and eight months or something like that that's a poor fucking investment <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, the, you're applying real world uh rules to a rat that cooks and talks to uh I, I, there's nothing makes me happier than doing that and mostly driving the missus crazy with it. Why do they all speak with French accents, but they don't speak French? (laughs) I don't know. Why is this rat cooking? Okay, but uh, I've talked enough about a pick that I didn't really have much to talk about. Squeezer, here is your next one. This is an old Navy commercial. Yeah. Ah. You're invited. Can you be there? I don't know what outfit I'll wear. Performance fleece. Ooh, it's fine. Performance fleece? I'll be there at nine. I'm going to go with you as my guest. In performance fleece, I'll be the best dressed. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, performance fleece. Oh, baby, oh, baby, performance fleece. I hope that's all stuck in your heads. You only wore it in vest form, I think, right? I had plenty of vests. I was a fan, but I did like anything that I can do and, you know, get a size larger than necessary and swim in it. That's the way to go. Oh, yeah. In high school, I wore like XL or double. I wore the biggest shit I could find. Yeah. Well, I also wore the biggest shit I can find, which is still 2XL. So, (laughs) yeah. You still wear it. It's still. You still rock the fleece vest, right? Oh yeah, yeah. If I could, when, when I do, when I and I don't, when I feel like taking shit for the day, yeah, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's enjoyable. There's no, it's it's unfortunate what other, you know, it, it's no different than like you know if you just got a tiny little mustache under your nose, it's like you can't do it because Hitler. Uh, if you want to wear a fleece vest, you can't do it because you know. Dan Ross. <laughs> yeah, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I feel yeah, like I've uh, seen yeah. you in it. Uh, Sean had the orange tech vest. Yeah, I had. Everyone I mean, had the I orange tech the vest. Orange tech vest. Yeah, I, I had the orange. They came in fucking mailboxes in suburbs like samples of Tide. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and, I feel and, like I've uh, seen you in the in the, like the green vest, gray t-shirt, jeans, and those brown suede shoes you wear. Yep. <laughs> what are those called? The Merrells. Yeah. Yeah, the Merrells. Like some sort of clog or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the jungle mocks. Yeah, jungle mocks. I, I, I don't. I don't wear them nearly as much. I just wear them around the house now. Uh, not very good arch support. You roll your feet too much with them. That jungle mock uh, was your signature shoe for a while. Till, it was. Yeah, they were, the, they were cozy. They were cozy. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, there, there is nothing that screams fall more than, and it also had to do with going back to school. So, cause you went to old Navy cause, and you can get like, you know, you can get like 30 pairs of socks and like 10 fleeces for like $4. Uh, and they all just, everything conveniently just sat on a table right there at the front. Um, and uh, you also had, uh, um, 
BP Richfield uh, selling it to you. So um, I'm a fan of that. Sherman Hemsley. He was the Triceratops and dinosaurs. Yeah, those commercials. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they, they were they were awfully good. <laughs> they like they, you you hated them then, and now I don't even know if it's enjoyable in nostalgia form. It still just kind of <clears> irritates <throat> you. I have not uh, shopped at Old Navy in probably 15 years, Squeezer. But I yep, probably on the same page. The here. last time I shopped there, I bought a T-shirt, and I still have it. It's an orange T-shirt. I guess all the clothes uh-huh. they sell is orange, with a blue printing on it. And it's got a can. It's got a bottle of beer, and it says, "No matter how li- full life might seem, there's always room for another beer." And that I, makes sense. <clears throat> I love that shirt so much. I I have it folded up in a box in my closet, and I don't wear it, but I just love the sentiment. How many kids had to change their shirts in the principal's office because they wore that to school? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. I wore a. Uh, a corn t-shirt when I was in middle school with 40 ounces of beer, three 40 ounce beers on it. And it had corn mm-hmm. on the label and I didn't have to change. I went to Parkland now. So teachers were probably yeah. drunk. Yeah. <clears throat> Doing Vince they're early. Like, yeah, just, <clears throat> yeah. They're like this kid's probably selling weed anyway. So yeah, right. Um, just smoking, not selling. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they were so cozy and there, there's nothing. Every now and then, you just go for a nice big swimming in a fleece kind of thing. They were cozy, and, and that's what kind of. But yeah, they but... were also fire hazards. Yeah, one <laughs> drunk girl smoking a cigarette gets near you. That thing goes up pretty quick. Whoosh. I know from and just, experience, and just fused to your skin. Yeah. Like a hole burns in that like so crazily yes. fast. You're you're basically wearing a sheet of napalm. Yeah, right. Just waiting for it to go up. Um, it, it was it's like Maid Marian and Prince of Thieves. Like how how did she not just burst in the flames? There's candles everywhere, and she's wearing a doily. Um, yeah, that's seriously. But uh, but and the best was wearing them to school because it was kind of like you were you were going to school and you were just wearing your bed. So you would just kind of slouch down, suck your arms inside, and you just cuddle up. And you pretty much just everything but close your eyes. If you can learn how to sleep with your eyes open, you're pretty much just sitting there in your own bed. Um, Oh, shit. You can just play Game Boy in there because there's so much room. There was – so my one friend – I won't say her name. Uh, Okay. I almost did. It's kind of there. She was really, uh, I didn't really drink much in high school. I was more into the marijuana squeezer. Um, okay. Once I was introduced to sweet, sweet beer, I was like, Homer, when I was 17, I had my real first beer. <laughs> uh, so um, I would just smoke. So I wasn't completely looped out of my mind like all the kids who binge drank at the parties. Yeah. So there was mm-hmm. this girl who was wasted and she was freezing. So she wanted to wear. One of my overpri- my oversized fleeces. I was about the size of a, like a couch blanket to keep her warm, and I mm-hmm. I, I probably had like two layers on, so I gave it to her. And like the next day, the, or that night, she comes up to me because she was. I, I remember she mispronounced the term. She couldn't say it right. She's like, "I puked on your fleevis. And I'm like, "What? It's your fleevis? <laughs> fleevis was like a big joke for for that the end of the, it was like near uh, the end of the school year. And um, 
I was like, yeah, you puked on it. Also, there's a giant cigarette burn here on the arm, but cool. <laughs> Throw it away. I don't want it back. <laughs> Beautiful flavor. I, I can go for a bit. I, that's what I should have done. I got the apple cider. I got. I should have gotten a nice, big, cozy fleece to wear during the show. But then I'd fall asleep. It's warm so. out right now. Yeah. Well, it's kind of cool down here. I'm. I'm below. I. I got that geothermal cooling down here in the basement. You know, because ah. it's underground. Yeah, it's uh 57. It's gonna be fucking 81 degrees on Sunday. Yeah, just in time for I pulled out I, I ordered a new pair after last week's football game. I ordered a new pair of mittens. I dug out all my winter gear. I was getting everything prepared and now I'm gonna probably be wearing shorts to work on Friday. Yeah, I got it's gonna still get in the fifties at night, but you know. That's fine. I, I'm again the, the husky the husky man is designed for um You're a sweet boy. Yeah, I am a sweet boy. Um but yeah, I mean, the, the the bare legs don't bother you. You got a decent sweatshirt on. You can rock shorts, you know, well into February. So. That's true. I yeah. uh, I barely wear shorts in the summer. Like like once it gets, I, I wear jeans till like July, mid July, and then I, I I have like a month of shorts, and then I'm back in jeans. Uh it to quote the the great Derek Lewis, uh, my balls was hot. No, gotta <laughs> gotta go shorts pretty early on. Do you think Todd shopped at Old Navy? Joe wants to know. Of course Todd shopped at Old Navy, yes. What's up, yes. man, Gene? What's up, brother? And we shopped at the same Old Navy. It was, like, probably right between our two houses because he was up in hockey. You know? That was the only uh, Old Navy. Yeah, yeah. Is that <clears> still there? I have no idea. They they yanked that out. Uh, oh, did they? Or did they? No, that was the question. I think, oh, I, I think have, that's gone. I have no idea. You could be right because there's one, there's one over by us. I think I think at the okay. At the studio. I think when they uh, when they took when they removed Walmart and made it uh, put a when they tore down Walmart and put up a Walmart. Yeah, um, that was so weird. <laughs> that was like some big middle finger Julius Caesar shit. I like, don't know if they're facing uh-huh. it towards like I, where's the where's the head Walmart because they changed the entrance to face uh, northbound instead of I guess it was facing west. Yeah, I don't. All I know is I I went in there on the 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 day before the grand like it was like a, a a silent soft silent open what's that called before the grand opening? Sure. Soft opening, I think. Yeah, and uh, they've been open for like twelve hours, and the place is already trashed. So, um, there's an old navy halfway between your and my house at the Hamilton Crossings with the Whole Foods. And the bougie part oh, of town. Ooh. I have never been in that old navy. I just I've driven past it. I've seen it. I know its existence. I know it's there, Squeezer. All right. Oh, maybe. <clears throat> now it's time to move on from performance fleece to. Uh, I have not gotten a haircut lately. You keep missing our haircut days at work. When was it? It hasn't been yet, but the last one you missed in August. No, I wasn't invited. I you, watched everyone else get a haircut. You were. You had your haircut. You did it yourself. Well, yeah, because I, I did it the day before because no one told me that the haircut person. <laughs> it was, was coming. more than the day before. <laughs> it was like two days before. It was like but that I Monday. It, so I was, there was no yeah, point. You came and buzzed it. I was like, oh, we have the haircut lady coming in. 
Yeah. Well, I didn't want to, so tell me next time because I don't. I don't like the. I don't want to keep buzzing it. And plus, with winter coming, I get cold. I got a cold head. Yeah, she's probably coming in. My uh, legs are fine. This is because so... my, my, my calves, my bare calves, are fine in the snow because you know they're they're so muscular. Oh, yeah. But uh, so much musculature. Um, oh my. Yeah. No, but my, my my I need some fur on top of my head. Okay. No matter how great it's starting to get. Eh, we're all it's we're, it's happening to all of us. Yeah. Well, I, I I so I've been told, but it's it's distinguished. Well, I just you see Jeffrey. Uh, I barely have any gray. I think gray I have from Ryan Milton. <laughs> he's bar- like he's sixty something and he's just going gray. You're not wrong. Full head of glorious hair too. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that's what I got. Poor Chris. Well, I think it's one or the other. You're either gonna go that or just bick the thing like your brother. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. No, I if I if I I still have a fucking massive head of hair and I'm 38. I don't think I'm gonna go bald anytime soon. <laughs> Yeah. Chris went bald at like 23. Yeah. He was, uh, he got my mom's side of the hair. I got Jeffrey's. My grandfather, my dad's dad, died with a full head of brown hair. Luscious brown hair. Oh, yeah. I also don't want to get that old man hair that's like very light and kind of looks like a wig. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have a feeling that's where I'm going to go. <laughs> like the next uh, 10 years. Yeah, because my, my dad was like that. Uh, uh, started yeah. to get kind of thin and wispy. And, yeah. I um, mean, also, that could have also been the complete lack of nutrition. Oh, um, <laughs> when, well. your meal, when your meals consist of bush light. Um, are, are, is our so nutrition I'm, much better? Yeah, I'm drinking pumpkin beer. Yeah, <laughs> there's vegetables. Here. Vegetable, <laughs> whatever the fuck a pumpkin is, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, a gourd. Gourd, yeah, it's a vegetable. So, um, yeah, but Jeffrey still's got good thick man hair, so I'm I'm hoping for the best. But he's only sixty. He'll be. My mom and my dad have the same exact birthday, and I'm not just talking the same day, same year. They're the same exact age. That's weird. That's like me and Todd. You, yeah, yeah, you and Todd have that. So on October fourth, in like two weeks, they both turned sixty-four, I think. But they Oh thanks, I gotta get my birthday present. Don't be a kiss ass. They don't look I need them to turn my internet back on. They don't look their age, uh, both my parents. So I am no. happy about that. Uh yep, I am a lady thought and mistake me for uh, Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's if you you could sometimes I see pictures I'm like oh my god it looks just like my dad, but he that was his line yeah. back in the day. Ladies <laughs> mistake me for a Bubby Kennedy, but uh, you know, outlived him so not anymore. You know what Bobby Kennedy looked like if he made it out of that kitchen. <laughs> no, he does. He it's looks just dark. he looks just like no. He, yeah, he does. If you just Google a picture of Bobby Kennedy. There was one I saw in a magazine. Itch. I was like, Jesus Christ, it looks just like my fucking dad. Yeah. Well, yes, lady, listen, tell me I look like a Bobby Kennedy. And you're like an emotional Sirhan Sirhan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the nicest thing you ever said to me, Squeezer. <laughs> All right, here, is it my... It, it's my pick, right? I, yeah, yeah, we were, we were kind of... T- we were talking about fleeces for a while. <laughs> 
Okay, here is... I was about to go to it, but we got sidetracked. So here's my next one. Hey, what do you got? Nerf Turbo Football. Yeah, what's it do? Go long. Real long. football you don't throw it you launch it you launch it if you couldn't hear that commercial was it, it was on one channel yeah was that out the right it was on the right channel i gotta that's why i sent the message to fix the audio oh, i just got it people when you post contraband commercials to youtube please mono out <laughs> the channels god yes, damn thank it you. you please fucking monsters can't even get anything right on youtube <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, if, you know. If you right-click on it, and click, you know, audio channels, you can just. I don't put them through Premiere. I just I'm playing the clip that I ripped right off YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can come on. You teaching me Premiere tricks, son? <laughs> I'm not. They're not tricks. I'm just <laughs> telling you, you, you could do it. <laughs> so I can. Uh oh, I just did it. Is that a light bulb? Shit. Oh, no, that was my digitizer that I don't use. That's nah, fine back there. It's wedged between a desk and the wall. Oh, yeah, what'd you buy that for? Uh, capture for uh, Vigi Games. Oh, I was planning right. on doing some shit. Squeezers uh, Playalongs. Yeah, I'm Squeezers Playalongs. Yeah, it's not going he, to be one day. The, the even angrier video game, Squeezer. He's the <laughs> angry video game, Squeezer. Problem is, I'll start playing Landstalker, and it'll just be one long playthrough of me. Just hey, it, it's on the Genesis uh, mini thing, the emulator deal thing that they came out with. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, huh, cool. Uh, I I still got my cartridge. I just gotta get a new Genesis because mine is screwed to a wall in your basement. <laughs> it is. I could. I'm getting rid of those walls. I could give that back to you. I I don't I think the screw going through the circuit board kind of did it in. Maybe. We can uh re we're going to repurpose those walls at the studio, right? Uh sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to come pick them up one day. All right. Cuz I'm I'm doing something else. Uh I've met AVN. I've talked to him a few times. Angry video game there. No, not the adult video news. Uh <laughs> Uh, angry video game there and he i was i've been a fan for years and his early yeah. stuff my friend uh, my, my my friend one of my closest friends my roommate from college sent me the first one he ever did at turtles one back in like youtube's early days and i'm like this is glorious and he didn't have them all on youtube back in the day they're all on cinema massacre um i remember not because they're flash i'd watch them on my blackberry yeah. When you couldn't watch them on the iPhone. There's used to be weird back in the day. With <laughs> now everyone watches every video ever on like their iPhone, but there was a point in time where you could not watch it. Did we just lose everybody? We only had two concurrent viewers. We dropped off big time. Or I get. Uh, I it's understandable. Yeah, I got it. You're talking about their footballs, but Squeezer. I was. And I I still like football. I was really obsessed with it as a kid. Uh, mm -hmm. So much that I'd play it 
Like I didn't have any, if I didn't have anyone to play football with, I'd play football by myself. I'd sit, I'd stand out back and I'd wear one of my, my, uh, one of my relatives bought me a, uh, a, I think it was a champion Notre Dame Jersey, just an, a, a three. Cause I guess that's what Joe Montana wore. So every <laughs> Notre Dame Jersey they sell is a three and we're, we're fucking raised Catholic. So like, Oh, Ryan loves football. Here's a cheap Notre Dame Jersey. It was one of those screen printed ones. So before they started making like the sewn on ones. Yeah. So it, 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 you wash it once or twice and it starts deteriorating. Yes. Yeah. It, it starts to look like one of those gym class ones that they hand out. Of course. Uh, yeah. so I'd put this thing on and I'd go out back and I'd like throw the, I'd like, I'd throw the football like really high, but as far as I could and I'd run and catch it myself. Yeah. Um, but then we like rake huge piles of leaves and, uh, I don't know why it felt cooler, but like, like catching a football you threw to yourself in a giant pile of leaves that's so satisfying that does that does sound really cool i play full games i i I'd, every down every defense i'd call every offense i'd call i was such a fucking dork madden got me real so i'd play madden on my game boy uh-huh i got madden and madden got me really into play calling uh and i really didn't know like what a nickel defense was back then but I'd call it, and I, I kind of like knew like the route I it would block, yeah, and and I was cheap, uh, you know I I was the cheapest Madden player in the plan. I mean everyone plays Madden cheap, like when uh, Dallas onside kicked that ball last weekend, mm-hmm. um, uh, I was like oh I do that when I play Madden that my team does that every opportunity my defense never gets on the field. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> no. like, <laughs> I'm that cheap of a player. Well, you're talking to the guy that used to set up for a field goal and then just run like a wide sweep. Oh, every time. Yeah. I never, every time and it worked. Never kicked the field goal. Oh, he's got stupid computer. Yeah. So I, I'd call and I'd play a full game by myself. That's why I'm not worried about AI taking over the world (laughs) because everyone just set up for a field goal and just sweep, right? Uh, if only they could have gotten the T 1000 down that way. Yeah. So I would uh, I I'd go out with my Nerf ball, or I then I would get like I start, my dad got got me a real football. <laughs> but at the, this point, my dad and brother and mom could give three flying fucks about football. Like mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, we like the Vikings too because this little idiot likes them. Uh, but I was obsessed. So. Oh yeah, when when your parents are follow a team because their kid follows a team, that means they don't give a damn. <laughs> exactly. Now my dad, I don't know if he still claims to like the Eagles or not. Uh, but he, and my brother became an Eagles fan, but back when we were kids, he, he was too into firefighting and radios and, you know, things that are important in life. I was into football and playing in the yard. I had no one to play with. So he's little Ryan in the backyard, throwing the football to himself. <laughs> but that was, I, you know, at that age, I was probably playing with myself as soon as I went inside too. <laughs> yeah. It's what, what, yeah. I didn't need to. No one wanted to play with me when I went inside either. That was something that was... That's well, a, that's probably left best to yourself anyway. Yeah, well, uh, Father McGottigy did, but uh, he never got the chance. Oh, yeah. You, know, you should have asked him. It's like, hey, I need a center. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll be right over. I'll teach <laughs> you some moves. But let's not do it at your house. Let's yeah. do it in the church basement. Have your mom drop you off. Let's study film. <laughs> Oh, how'd this stag film get in there? Uh, just like my ninth grade science teacher. <laughs> we should run um, some of these plays now that we're seeing them. 
Would you like to see my nickel package? <laughs> we really we creeped oh, out. Oh wow, that uh, yeah, creeped out everybody. Yeah, and not nothing is funny about that. Um, no, folks. No, I was no, guys. Full disclosure: I was never molested by a priest. I, we think one tried to molest my brother. He's a Bolivian guy. My mom would not let it happen. He wanted to give my brother private basketball lessons. I was like, hell no. <laughs> Who the hell gives private basketball lessons? Pedophiles. Pedophiles do, Squeezer. Is he a golf coach? No. Get the fuck out of here, All private right. basketball. But um, the, the Nerf Turbo was the ball to get. And the Nerf Turbo... Although, I'm so bad at basketball, no one really bothered to <laughs> tutor me. Uh, I would play basketball in the driveway for hours, too. You wouldn't but basketball, you're... but basketball is one of those things where you can play by yourself, and it's it, like if you're a neighbor and you look out and you see, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, the kid. And I'm, I'm getting you back to on track here, and you see a kid playing basketball by himself. It's like, oh, cool, he's out there playing basketball. There's when the little Kelly the boy out there, out there playing football by himself, <laughs> shooting hoops. Oh, there's the little Kelly boy out there throwing the basketball, throwing the football to himself into the leaves. When, uh, when the imaginary defense is better than his offense. Wow. He got sacked three times by no one. You think my Vince is loud. You should have heard me fucking trying to uh, uh, get the defense offside calling my play so loud. <laughs> um, that, I mean, my neighbors often uh, stared at wonder, but the time I tried to turn my dad's uh, uh, automatic push push mower into a riding mower and i succeeded they got scared for my life and they told him those are good people well it's like our neighbor who came well, like you know he told came my out, parents that like, we were lighting tables on fire and throwing each other through it mm. yeah they came like your boy was riding around mowing the lawn sitting on the lawnmower so i, I rigged it up with a with some pulleys and string to i would sit on the engine block and and ride it around kind of backwards you know what i mean yeah, yeah, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> but I was little, it carried me. But my dad came out in horror, like, you could kill yourself. I'm like, I took the blade out. He's like, you did what? I'm like, I took the blade out, Dad. <laughs> like, I'm not an idiot. Did you disconnect the starter when you did that? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have done that. Nah, I just took, I just unscrewed the blade and pulled it off. Okay. And, um... The guy's standing right there. I didn't even look at my dad when I said it. I looked right at him, the neighbor, and I was like, I took the blade out. <laughs> uh, actually pretty goddamn clever. Yeah. Well, if, if those fucking hovercraft would have worked in boys' life, you wouldn't have had to do that. I know, right? Ugh, you would never buy me the hovercraft build kit either. I got good mileage. I rode this thing. We had property that went all the way up to Walbert Avenue. Like, it was pretty... It was. It was like three acres. Okay. So I I, I got some good mileage off this uh, nice. <laughs> backwards riding lawnmower. <laughs> oh man, I felt like so, I was like. I, Could you imagine like you're you're in, you're looking out and you just see some kids <laughs> riding backwards on a push mower, self propelled push mower. Uh, my plan was because I took the blade out. My plan was. To, this is a test run, and once I knew it worked, I was going to put the blade in, and I had a full-functioning riding mower at that point. They never let me get to that. Stifling uh, my creative genius. 
And it's like, you're going to burn through your asshole on this fucking engine. <laughs> yeah, did you do anything to insulate it? That shit gets hot. No, I just sat on it. <laughs> I can take the heat. Oh, yeah, I can take the heat. He's got a hot ass. Gee, hot ass. <sighs> I I uh, I got the neighbor back. I'm pretty sure I blew his mailbox up. Nice. Yeah. Firework? M80, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, our neighbor, I, I told this before, where our neighbor called the cops on us for playing with fireworks, even though she didn't know it was us, but she didn't like us playing football. And I say us because it was, we were playing football with a group of friends. Now, I'm not trying to rub it in, but, like, we would play <laughs> football in the street, <laughs> and she didn't like that. She would, she would stand there and wash her window like, just slowly, like, staring out and just, like, wax on, wax off at the same spot. It was just this tiny little circle um, that she would just buff to to nothingness. Uh, I can't wait till and, I get uh, that curmudgeon <laughs> uh, And And she hated us. And we do, we weren't in her yard or anything. And it's not like we were, like, went to her yard. We were in front of, like, there's, like, my three friends all lived side by side by side. Mm-hmm. We played on a stretch of street in front of their houses. She lived across the street. She did not like us playing football in the street in, like, a cul-de-sac. Like, no one drove through there. But when she heard fireworks, she called the cops and said it was us. It was us. But she didn't know it was us. She didn't know. She had no proof. No, there's no proof. The cops had plenty of proof when they opened up the door, and there was, like, a shipping crate of fireworks in there from Ohio or Idaho or some O-state. Of some kind. It's funny. Uh, Brian brings up about the Nerf football with the whistle on it. It was the Nerf Turbo Screamer. Yep. Um, w- in the winter, if you, if it hit your finger and like through a pass, it hurt. Mm. But we realized you could throw it a certain way that it hit you in the head and right at the whistle. And yeah, we'd just whip it at each other to try and hit each other with the whistle. That was brutal. Yeah. And then my one friend got so pissed off at it. It just it goes straight through. There was a whistle on each side. And it's a piece that it's co- the the football's cored through, and the whistle goes through, and it, it, it like hooks. You know what I mean? The scent, yep. the core is slimmer. Yeah. Oh no! I I eventually took a razor blade to mine and carved it up to get the whistle out, just to see how it worked. My friend, uh, he he actually went on to play NC. He had an NCAA career. He got so pissed. We kept. He was like an actual athlete. We kept hitting him with the whistle. He he he, I, he grabbed me by the neck. I think at one point. There's a there's one Halloween where you like bang my head against because I I shaving cream I I had balls the size of fucking pumpkins this kid could have probably snapped me in half with one hand uh, he like grabbed me by the head and slammed me against the uh, door because where, where, the, where do your balls come from you're like best friends with a bunch of D one athletes no this was before <laughs> that for you this is this is Catholic school oh wow yeah yeah I, so I kept hitting him in the head he was about two feet taller than me and about uh, maybe 120 pounds more than me but i thought it'd be funny to throw the ball back to him every time the way you hit him in the head like forward and smack him with the whistle and he got so pissed at me he ripped the whistle right out of my ball <laughs> uh, and yeah, thus, you still didn't learn your lesson no thus making it yeah so like the next year i i uh shaving creamed his head after he fell out of the treehouse and he slammed my head against the wall yeah. I couldn't stop laughing though. I was I thought it was the funniest thing ever. No, but in, in yeah, my senior year of high school, I could say whatever I want wanted to anybody because like 
six of my friends were D1 wrestlers. They whooped the shit out of me all the time because I'd say the same stuff to them. But only they were allowed to kick my ass, not other people, mm-hmm. not outsiders. And I was, uh, at one point, John Trans was uh, ranked really dangerous. Kale Sanderson, those fights. It's a beast. Yeah, I've been choked out, blacked out. The sleeper really works. Yeah, it does. That's yeah. the way they go. Yeah. We, I mean, we used to do it to ourselves in assemblies. Yeah. Me, uh, me the old California high. He did it to Tommy and I uh, both, each in one arm. Yeah. Plunked our heads together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both. Did he both like have you up with like your feet, both of your feet just like <laughs> kicking in the air? Like, and, and we were both laughing hysterically. <laughs> Two laughing idiots being <laughs> choked out by a monster. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we were making fun of him. <laughs> you make fun of the guy who's a monster and could kill anybody. Yes. One of the most lethal men. There's a movie made about him, Veritas. It's a really good movie. About his his attempt to win the NCAA wrestling title. Twice failed with Kale Sanderson. But it, it, he only failed because he tore his retina and he continued to wrestle. And they realized it was a weakness. And um, he'd go all Andre the Giant and pull his fucking singlet down and flip out and suplex people into the stands when they'd fuck with his eye and get disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> but no football. Uh, me riding on the lawnmower. All right. I I don't know. I don't remember uh, Todd playing any sports. He was a big guy, though. And, and But to say, like, he's a big guy, he's bigger than me, but I'm... Not exactly huge. So, well, I mean, top to bottom, left to right, yeah. But top to bottom, not huge. So, I don't know if Todd was a good athlete. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Are you 5'10"? I know I wasn't. Am I 5'10"? 5'11"? No, you're 5'8", right? 5'9"? I I say I'm 5'8", with a wink. (laughs) I'm 5'7", point something. (laughs) You're a very handsome, five seven. Thank you. That's why you're the little pin. The the little pin, what like, like candlestick bowling kind of pin, or no, no they're skinny though. The little squeezer pin. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you meant I. I don't know why I went to bowling. Enamel pin. Ah, okay. Squeezer. All right. Like this never happened. Yes, your next pick, sir. Next to spring and winter, fall is my absolute favorite season. Just look at all this beautiful foliage. It's not foliage, Mom. It's foliage. Foliage. That's what I said. Foliage. It doesn't take a nuclear scientist to pronounce foliage. Was this a dig at our former boss? Oh, that too. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're getting so much out of this clip. Shoot the foliage. foliage. Shoot the heel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shoot the heel. The it's what? All right. It's alright, guys. He got fired. Yeah. Shoot the heel. What? Shoot the mountain. Oh, okay. Ah, classic. Uh, we figured out when that was, by the way. Not, not that anyone knows what the hell we're talking about, but that story. Uh, and that was, I think, f- like f- 
14 years ago or something insane? Maybe longer. I was on yeah. Master Control we that day. We, we, were, we were doing baseball in a stadium that had been around since basically the 1800s. And the, that center field camera that you see in all baseball games is actually in play next to a telephone pole. And no, it was at Lehigh. The ball. What's that? Wasn't that at Lehigh? No, that was uh, down in uh, Limeport. Are you sure? I thought it was at Lehigh because it was fall. Yep. No, no, Limeport. What, the heel or the foliage? The heel. The heel was Limeport. Yeah, the foliage was Lehigh. Oh, foliage. Yes, foliage was Lehigh because the mountain. Yeah. No, heel was uh, yeah. And then there, and then there's a cow pasture. It says it's as uh uh, I was gonna say Children of the Corn. What's the one with the dead baseball players? Nah, Waterworld guy. Dreams. Field of Dreams. League of Their Own. Field of Dreams. Yeah, League of Their Own. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's as much like that as you can. But yeah, it's just yep, just. Joe, yes glasses. and no. Yes, I have them. No, I'm not willing to tell. Uh, I have them, and I think I already told them, right? My uh, orienteering course mm, when I was in Boy Scouts. I'll save it for a rainy day. Okay. We'll do it for our embarrassing uh, pee poop story show. <laughs> Full episode. Ah. I don't know if we can get 10 picks, so maybe we split that with the Kevin Costner one. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll do, do five Kevin Costner, five poop pee we'll stories. We'll do sh- shit slash Kevin Costner movies. <laughs> so it's it's shit all around. Can I do The Postman? I love that movie. Only if I get to do... Uh, God, I don't even know if there's a Kevin... Bodyguard. Ugh, I don't like it, but I've seen it a billion times. Oh, uh, it's all right. And, <laughs> I, and you know what? Here's the thing. I actually... I, I, am a fan of Mr. I am a fan of Mr. Costner. And like I say, I legitimately like The Postman. And I like Waterworld. I don't, I don't. like... Do you like his Elliot Nast? It was horrible. <sighs> I mean, I like that movie only because you only get so much untouchables in Scotch yeah, Connor. But he was bad as Wyatt. Uh, I'm sorry, Elliot Ness. Yeah. No, no, I did not like Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp's I awful. I am a Tombstone. Tombstone all the way. Person. Tombstone, Val Kilmer. It was on the other day. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I stood and I, I was so pissed off. I'm like, turn this off. Turn us off. We watch Tombstone in this house. We're a Tombstone family. Pizza and yeah. movie. Pizza and movie. <laughs> Bill, if Bill Pullman slash Paxton is not in this. Um, let's see. I don't know if there's a Kevin Costner movie I like. Waterworld. Oh, Bull Durham. I like Bull Durham. Prince of Thieves. <sighs> really? I mean, I, I, it's not even a nostalgia thing. I just, it's the sense of like. Prince the, the of Thieves is fucking of... awful. Go is watch that... it now. Go watch it now. It's it's fucking awful. I should watch Yellowstone. It's really popular. It's like the most popular show on television. Yeah, I know. I want to watch it. Too. No, uh, and the uh, the uh, what the hell is that? The the History Channel one he did, the miniseries, the uh, Urkels and McLeans or whatever the hell it was. Hatfields and McCoys. That was actually. Oh yeah, Hatfields and McCoys. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kevin Costner. Feel the dream. I like Bull Durham. I like Feel the Dreams. Uh, 
See, I like Bull Durham. Like, Bull oh, Durham's Jeff, like JFK. Guy. I like JFK. Oh, yeah, JFK's good. JFK's a good movie. Um, Down. Dances with that. Wolves. No, thank you. Prince of Thieves. No, thank you. The Bodyguard. No, thank you. Wyatt Earp. No way. What's the war? Uh, well, that's with uh, Elijah Hobbit guy. I don't know that movie. Um, Waterworld. No, thank you. Tin Cup. Nope. Oh, Tim and Cut of Tin Cup is so good. Oh, Cheech is in it. God, I went to see Message in a Bottle on a date in high school. Leah Berkowitz. Oh, oh God, I was so bored. <laughs> it was horrible. I got a hug. That's it. For the love of the game isn't bad. He's good in baseball movies. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else is he in? Uh, play it to the bone. Don't know it. Thirteen days. Do you know what thirteen days is? Uh, it's one day short of two weeks. Oh, it's not a Kennedy movie. There's a Cuban Missile Crisis movie. Oh, I might like that. I never saw it. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. I think uh, does he play Bobby Kennedy? He plays Kenny O'Doyle. Oh, of course. Everyone knows Kenny. Right. Oh, Kenny How I'll... can you not love Tin Cup? Kevin Costner, Don Johnson, and Cheech Marin. Golf. It's and, about golf. Uh, I don't and, care. And Rene Russo. It's not about golf. It's about an alcoholic that isn't really good at what he does because he doesn't apply himself. This is bi- autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon. I, have you seen Dragonfly? I saw Dragonheart. Does that count? Mm, I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, oh, he plays uh, Clark Kent's dad, Jonathan Kent, Man of Steel. He's pretty good as Jonathan Kent. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know most of these movies. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Bullshit. I hate that movie. <laughs> oh, Molly's Game. He's really Molly's Game is a good movie. Ever see that? Uh, I don't know. It's about uh, Molly Bloom, who she was an Olympic class skier. No, I didn't see it then. Yeah, he, he played her dad. I care about skiing for about two weeks every four years. The movie has uh, enough uh, as much about skiing as about the first two minutes. Then she gets a very bad injury and can't ski anymore, and starts running illegal game, illegal poker games in Los Angeles. It's based on a true story. Oh, Molly Bloom. Snap. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. So it's like it's like Oh, it was it was snuff. written and directed. It was Aaron Sorkin's first movie he directed. You have not seen this yet? No. I think it's on Netflix. Definitely watch it. All right, I'll check it out. Yeah, I, I saw it on Netflix. It's really good. Enchantress saw it, and she knew some of these people because it's a L.A. thing. Like, Tommy McGuire was involved in this shit. Because one, once uh, you canceled my internet and I couldn't watch uh, The Boys, I went back and just started watching Old West Wings again. So... <laughs> Um, no, it's really good. Molly's game. Molly's game. Molly's game. What year was that? It came out like, uh, 2017. No shit. You know what? I heard about this. I said, you know what? I have this like in my phone and like my notes somewhere. Cause like, that's right. I came across, I'm like, Oh, this is a Sorkin thing. All right. I'll give it a shot. Um, cause I think he's supposed to be. What the hell Listen, he oh, when uh, the problem with Sorkin directing is when he writes a really good script, a director knows when it's drowning on too long. 
Yes, he. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, when he's directing his own work, he did not know. It's a good movie, but it goes on way too long. Oh, that's right. He's working on the trial of Chicago Seven. Yes. That uh, um. All right. So, yeah. how are we going to wrap up the Kevin Costner show? I mean, <laughs> sorry, making a joke about the Kevin Costner show. What are you even oh, talking? Simpsons. What's your po? Yeah, your pick. Are you talking about your pick? We're talking about the Simpsons, right? I get. Out of all the shit we talk about, we were talking about this. We have so many Simpson clips on this show, and at no point do we ever actually talk about the Simpsons. Well, we did a whole show um, on the Simpsons. With, we did. But, with and, Chance Raspberry. And we did. The lead yeah. animator on the show. Um, well, this is specifically about looking forward to every fall. Like, it starts getting a little cold. Little chilly. You want to stay inside a little bit more, and you look forward to getting new Simpsons. Like this was a thrill. Like you couldn't wait. Unless the World Series but is going too the, long. There is one problem. It's on Fox. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're talking Fox. about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Waiting. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait to you know. Sorry. No, it's all good. I've done it to you more than once. So, um, yeah, nothing is worse than you're waiting every other show on the planet. It, they did it to King of the Hill, episodes, too. King of the Hill, too. But, well, ba yeah, basically anything. And not that you cared about anything else that was on Fox, but Fox Sunday night in particular. Um, every other show was well into their season. They were like three episodes deep. For it, it got to the point where it was like fucking October. Yeah, they and would like, start the season no, with uh, Halloween October, House of Horror, and then it was like November, and they would sneak a Treehouse of Horror in there, and they're like, "Shit, I want more Simpsons." But fucking ba and I loved baseball. Yeah, but there was a time where I'm like, "Fuck baseball, I want to watch Simpsons." Yeah. They did uh, a Treehouse of Horror uh, poking fun at baseball, right? Like they mentioned it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was almost like it got to the point where you were you weren't getting new Simpsons until like Thanksgiving. Yeah, like it was late by the time that you they finally got to you. It was infuriating. Where meanwhile, every other mediocre, sucky show is going on, and. Now, don't get me wrong, though, because baseball at the time was juiced to the gills, literally. Um, but I, I still wanted to watch. I still wanted Simpsons. And, I mean, it, it's, the, it's the ground that I, you know, so much of, like, I learned so much from watching The Simpsons. My sense of pop culture. There's a reason that, like, I remember things that happened in 1978 when I was not even born. I wouldn't be born for another five years. Rub it in. But they mention it in The Simpsons, and because of that, like, I know what the hell they're talking about. Like what? I don't. I don't. Just I love. I love. Music. Oh, know what I recorded? This is a good example. Know what I recorded on my DVR the other day? Yes. Paint Your Wagons. I don't know what that is. I recorded Paint Your Wagons. It's a, a Western musical starring Lee Marvin. Oh. And there's an episode of Simpsons. If you pull up, pull up Simpsons Paint Your Wagons and you can play the clip. 
Simpsons just, pay and maybe, maybe we can get a either a Biden or a Trump ad in it while we're at it too. Um, use your personal account. Did you get Emma? Did you get Emma? Did you? Did you? Did you? Huh? Whoa, whoa! Calm down, little lady. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> no. What did you get? <laughs> Something very close, exactly along those lines. A Clint Eastwood, Lee Marvin, shoot 'em up western. <laughs> so prepare yourself for the bloody mayhem and unholy carnage of Joshua Logan's Paint Your Wagon. With blood, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a musical? Yes. They took any opportunity they could to write musicals hey. into the show. Oh, yeah. That's pretty. The song's fantastic, though. Got there, mister. Cut the wood is pine. I reckon it could use a coat of paint. Well, what are we waiting for? <laughs> gonna paint our wagon. Gonna paint it good. We ain't bragging. We're gonna coat that wood. What's he, what episode is this from? I don't remember this at all. Uh, I don't even remember it. March, why aren't they killing each other? Yeah, their guns are right there. Wait, wait, wait. Here comes Lee Marvin. Thank God. He's always drunk and violent. <laughs> uh, what the <laughs> hell is going on in my town? Was, so this is a real movie. Wagon. Yeah. You got a problem yes. with that? As a matter of fact, I do. You missed a spot. Well, grab a brush and join in. Is this Zoidberg? Uh, yeah, it, w- it must have been. Billy West? Who was the voice of Zo- Zoidberg? Did Lee Marvin? Billy West did uh, Zoidberg. All right, yeah, it must have been. Um, but yeah, so I'm flipping around. I'm going through all the channels, and there's a Western channel. I'm, I'm scrolling through because, you know, I like my westerns. And especially some of the weird oddball ones and shit like that. And I'm like three days ahead on on the guide, and I see Paint Your Wagons. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. So I haven't watched it yet, because I've never actually seen it. But I, so, I, I knew it was a real movie, because I, I looked it up after the fact. I didn't know until The Simpsons I looked it up, and at no point I ever saw it. The so, whole episode. This is why I don't remember this episode, Squeezer. It's the musical episode. It's, it's, Oh, it's such a good episode. It's all singing, all dancing. Yes. And it's a clip show of all the songs they sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, clip show. That's why I don't remember it, because you skip uh, over it. Huh. Um, but oh, yeah, I, I have to go and watch uh, Paint Your Wagons now uh, because of The Simpsons. I I'm going to let you do that. So it's eating up my DVR. Uh, I am going to pass, hard pass on. Let's see. So Dan Castellaneta did Clint Eastwood. Um, Hank Azaria did Mustache Man. I don't see who did Lee Marvin. 
It must. They must have Billy West in there. It sounds just like Zoidberg. Yeah. Okay. So are are we good to move on or? Who's mustache? Oh, that would be like Lee Van Cleef. I'm guessing. Probably. Here is. Yeah, because that's in the in the movie. So. Here is my next Sorry. pick. That's all right. Next Tuesday on an all new Save by the Bell the College Years. It's Rush Week. Kind of juvenile. We're here to rush and Kelly to <laughs> Then the Tuesday premiere of Getting By, the next generation of family comedy. I will be rocking the house. Your mommy will be there too. Mommy? All new NBC next Tuesday. Ah, Say by the Bell, the college years. Wow, I haven't heard this song in, well, probably like 20 some years. This was, I was obsessed with this show, Squeezer. So, yes, it premiered. The yep. original episode was back, it was a backdoor pilot. They backdoored it in May of 1993 with uh, the graduation episode of uh, Say by the Bell. Wait, was it really that long ago? 1993, yeah. I don't want to feel like Saved by the Bell ran longer. It's because it was in reruns so much that you felt it was on longer. Yeah, they couldn't. The kids were like 50 by the time they finished the show. <laughs> uh, let me just double check my re. I didn't do much research for this show at all. I was just telling stories. So now you have me double thinking my. Yep, 93, May 93 to February 94. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not arguing. It's just. No, well, you made yeah. me double. I was like, what? So uh, they backdoored it as a pilot, and I didn't. I didn't see it. They backdoored the pilot and a and a double feature. So they did the uh, the graduation episode and did the college years. But then they really hyped it in September, of um, the next episode. So the first episode aired in May twenty second of nineteen ninety three. This next episode they did back to back. Guess who's coming to college? And Zach lies in videotape uh, on September fourteenth, nineteen ninety three, in prime time on NBC Squeezer. I think that was like the big deal about it. I remember that I remember absolutely like that was the big deal about it. Well, a it was, uh, it was fucking Saved by the Bell, and we were obsessed with it. B, sure, it was a Tuesday night, uh, a school night. Um, like, what the fuck else are we gonna do on Tuesday night, September fourteenth, than to watch Saved by the Bell, the college years? I remember. I can remember watching this. I was downstairs. We were watching it on the TV um, with the, it was the same room that had like the coal stove in it. Mm-hmm. And my brother and I uh, put it on, and I just was so obsessed with this show. Kelly wasn't in it initially. They brought her in, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. And I, I thought college was a bunch of 40 year old guys pretending to be college kids and a 60 year old guy um, who was the. The hall, like the hall monitor or whatever, that old fucking football player guy, Bob Golick. Yeah, uh, I thought, was he a real person? See, yeah, well, yeah, oh, yeah, he was. He was, yeah. um, he's Mike Golick's brother. Oh, shit. I mean, I it's hard to say he's Mike Golick's brother because he was like a fucking pro bowler, but yeah, he was, uh, three time pro bowler, two time all pro. Yeah, he played for the Browns, I think, right? 
Patriots, Browns, and Raiders. Oh. The Los Angeles Raiders. I just, I, I, cause I always thought it was funny because, like, I knew, like, three guys that looked like him that were friends with my dad. <laughs> like, whenever we went to someone's house, like, ah, oh, we're going over to, over the Jake's. <laughs> and he looked like Bob Golick. <laughs> like, they all looked the same. Just, like, giant guys with crazy-ass hair that could, like, just literally just, just drinking, like, just a handle of whiskey, like, like over a knuckle while they're talking to you. Yeah, well, that Bob Golick is a big bastard who could. Yeah. I didn't realize Mike yeah, was Yeah, but Bob, Go- Bob Golick didn't take a razor blade and peel off your inspection sticker and slap a fresh one on and tell you <laughs> to get the hell out of here. <laughs> He did have a tremendous mullet in the in the game. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, he was the resident advisor. Yes, thanks, John. Um, and he wore like ashen washed <laughs> jeans and a shirt tucked in, that mullet, that cur- curly mullet, and his high top sneakers. Oh god, they, it was so nice. They just put him in there to make the thirty year olds look younger, I guess. I guess. Cause like, cause like our RA, it was it RA. Is that who ran like the dorm? Yeah, resident advisor RA. Yeah, yeah, res- yeah. like. They were seniors, or maybe just a junior, or just a little older, with some responsibility. He they was full blown adults. They weren't, and like they didn't have their AARP card. Right. He took the, I guess, belding role in the show. Yeah. No. Like he wasn't a complete adversary. Right. He was their friend. I, th- I think it was also... more of like more of like a fatherly role. Sure. Well, that's how you know? belding was. And especially yeah. in the end. Especially towards the end. In the beginning, he was more like more villainous. Yeah. Not not in not him as a villain, but like he yeah, was. Yeah, but, but in like and when know, it got to like the the, the the every episode was set in a different location, they start going to the mall and everything, and the fucking Zach attack. Belding was like a friend, you know. He was he was always in there. Um, yeah. And I think they're supposed to be at Berkeley, which I don't know how they fucking. Oh, I Jesus. forgot. Yeah. They were in San Francisco, and they were at Cal U. So I'm assuming that has to be Berkeley, right? Oh, I think this is like a community college with a dorm. <laughs> oh. So Zach, Screech, and A.C. Slater. <clears throat> and then um, Leslie, Alex, and uh, Danielle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then after the pilot, they wrote out um, Danielle, and they put Kelly Kapowski back in. Ah, uh, Okay. Uh, and then, of course, Zach's trying to scheme to get Leslie to fall for him. And uh, it's like a co-ed suite they're in. They're in this giant fucking super, like like how, how the characters of Friends are in these huge, non-existent New York <laughs> City apartments. Like, they're in these huge, non-existent college dorms. Oh, it's like they live in a soundstage. Right. Like, imagine what the, those dorms, right? like, to live in them right now in, in San Francisco would cost a million dollars a year, I bet. Oh, I would say even more than that. That's, yeah. Yeah, so Bob Golick's character was an actual football player on the show. He played for the San Francisco 49ers at one point, but he decided to quit and go back to school. Uh, and then Oh, okay, so he's one of those lifelong learners. Right. They did an episode where he trained to, re- I don't know why he still had to live on campus. If he played for the Niners, I'm sure he made some decent money. Probably had a house of his own, but no, he lived <laughs> in a dorm. Uh, there's one episode where they try to train him to return to professional football, but he is incapable. Wait, wait. So he played and then he left foot. 
football. He played for the 49ers in the early. So he was playing with Steve Young. Uh, I don't know. They don't say. Might have been, been late 80s, too. Might have been Montaigne. Oh, okay. Well, Jesus Christ, Phil. Yeah, still. Um, I I guess you got 60-some guys. One of them's going to go to college. Or, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually it turns into Zach just trying to be super rapey with Kelly Kapowski, and they eventually yeah, it did start getting weird. <clears throat> get married in the the movie. Um, it ends with an episode called Wedding Plans, where uh, Zach and Kelly talk about their futures as they confront the possibilities of marriage. Slater is against the plans, while Screech wants to be Zach's best man and decides to throw a bachelor party that goes incredibly wrong. Lisa Turtle arrives and wants to be made of honor at Kelly and Zach's wedding, but she's got a battle. Ah, uh, the big rap. Yes, with Lisa, with Leslie and Alex wanting to assume the position of maid of honor. Canceled only after one season. Super low ratings. Right was now, it really only one season. Yeah, it it was a seven point eight uh, rating out of a twelve share. Which is it would be fucking huge right That's now. That's huge. That's amazing. Right, but but back then that was piss poor. Um, the nineteenth episode was the cliffhanger. If they got married, then they gave it a ninety-minute TV movie, Saved by the Bell, Wedding in Las Vegas, to wrap it all up. I can't believe it was only nineteen episodes. I felt like that was on, like that was when, on TBS in the morning it, going like, to I school. Feel like- like every like every day. Yeah. But like I I feel like that took up so much of my life watching this show that it was only oh, I loved it. Like, I was not not even not even just over 10 hours of the college year programming exists. Mm-hmm. Not that much Saved by the Bell exists at all. But they no, they syndicated just... the living shit out of it. Yeah. So, using that Gilligan model, right? Saved by the Bell. There's only uh, 16 episodes in season one, 18 in season two, uh, 26 in season three, 26 in season four. Then they did um, Hawaiian style, mm. which only had 19. Yeah, episodes. we all remember that. And the college years, which had 19. So there really wasn't that many episodes of Saved by the Bell to begin with. Wow. Only four seasons, uh, and one season of Good Morning Miss Bliss, and then Hawaiian Style had a season, and College Years had a season. Each of nineteen episodes, and then they did a ninety-minute movie. And then uh, Screech had his own the new class, the the spinoff, which was still on Saturday mornings and sucked. I remember being yeah, at my, I remember. my fucking weird fucking backwoods Harrisburg relatives. It was the trip that my dad always would tell me that there are monsters living in the Susquehanna River by Three Mile Island, like uh, mm-hmm. um, that because of the nuclear meltdown. Nuclear, nuclear. Well, Ryan, that the uh, stuff seeped in the water and there's Godzilla-like monsters. The fish are huge, uh, and they like, sometimes come out. You gotta watch it. They'll they'll break the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we were there, and we were wa- they had NBC on, and the new class was on, and there was some other fucking like California surfing type show. Mm. 
whatnot, some basketball show. I just remember, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Ugh. I might have been the last year. Oh, I sorry, Joe. The Gilligan model is uh, syndicate the living shit out of it and don't have to pay any of your talent for it. Yeah, well, that changed things. People got paid. Pick. That's where everyone gets paid now yeah. for syndication. Yeah. Yes, the the Gone Hawaii and the beach with Mr. Carosi and the, the the former Scientologist Lisa uh, Lisa Remy um, was the best season. Oh, that's right, that was her. I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, California Dreams, Kid. yes, Sean. That's that's the show I was talking about. All right. Uh, oh, Hang Time was the other show. Yeah, those two. Those two, those are the two shows yeah. I watched in uh, Harrisburg. Oh, oh God. All right, here's your next pick. All right, all right, yes. all right. All right. Oh, the what? All right, well, let me let me introduce it because it's gonna make a little all right. make more sense. Squeezer, right. would you like to set up your clip? Wow, that wasn't edited at all. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, okay. this might not make any sense at all, but it will when I start telling the story. So, oh, that's your setup. Eighty percent of the clips we play make no sense. <laughs> That, that's true, but this makes really no sense. Like it has nothing fall related other than my one very specific memory that I have that every fall comes around. I think of this. Okay. The earth. Oh, the earth will be gone in just a few seconds. Oh, well, uh, don't bother them. No point in wasting money on a flying saucer when the ice's not going to. Pardon me again, Doc, but uh, just what did you mean by that crack about the Earth being gone? Oh, uh, I'm going to blow it up. It obstructs my view of Venus. It does? That's a shame. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an Earth-shattering kaboom. The Illudium Q36 Explosive Space Modulator! That creature has stolen the Space Modulator! Delays, delays. Uh, Marvin the Martian. Uh, I picked that one because I'm a Marvin the Martian fan. Out of all my Looney Tunes ones, he's my guy. You and um, Travis Birkenstock. <laughs> so. Oh, no, no, no. Ty, very... Ty draws Marvin, right? Hmm? From Clueless. It's either Travis or Ty. I forget which one draws Marvin the Martian. She's like, I do Marvin the Martian. I think it's Ty. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I was got I went clueless on you. My my bad. Oh, it's fine. I, I, I go clueless on you every uh, every show, so it's only fair. But um didn't you? Uh, so uh, this is very specific because this has nothing to do with fall except for the fact that <clears throat> Did you ever go and get, like, corn stalks to decorate your house for, like, fall? Nope. Did? Okay. We live next to a cornfield squeezer. Well, all right, but you, so you went and, like, you just stole them, or? We, we stole corn to Tic Tac houses with. If you kids don't know what Tic Tacing is, it's when you go and get the hard corn, the real hard corn that they feed pigs yeah, the with, I guess. Feed. The animal feed. And you, you fill a coffee can with it, and, and then you take handfuls of it, and you whip it at people's houses. Yeah. I did it in my own house and I grew corn. Um, it actually works. Um, but it, uh, my mom was obsessed. She was in that um, 
country chic kind of thing going on, especially in the early nineties. Like our, our, our kitchen was remodeled and it had like that powder blue look with the wood finish and like farmhouse, <clears throat> like, yeah, that farmhouse style suburb farmhouse, but, <laughs> suburb farmhouse. Yes. Um, so like she would like like a more traditional decoration, not the popcorn plastic uh, decorations and shit. But she started getting into the the oh. Martha Stewart. So that style, that like, one row of decorations at Target that it have to do with fall, not Halloween. Yeah, oh, I but no, not that. even that. Like she would go out on her own and get them. Yeah, like, but but that's what that that's why Target sells that shit for those people. Yes. Yes, but we 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 went, you know, we we they, did a DIY. They have random painted old wood signs that say "gather" around their house. Oh, God. Yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. I fucking hate that crap. Um, but 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 before all that, you had to go out and get like your own corn stalks and pumpkins, and she would do like a little thing in the corner and the porch and all that shit. Uh, so we had to go get corn stalks. Well, m- my dad had this thing; like he had a guy for everything. <laughs> you couldn't just go to the oh, yeah. store and buy something. You always had to have a favor or you had to go to a specialist uh, that had things. And our specialist, uh, for the sake of this story, we'll call him Sam. Uh, even though it was his real name, but I won't give his last name. So, uh, And he lived off. Let's, Are we in a shady uh, just situation? Just to give you a sense of reference. He was just out there off Old Post Road outside of like Egypt. Yeah. Uh, so he's, yeah, he's so out, encroaching on my territory. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in between, not close enough to be in. Like, so my mom lives right now. Uh, like around like the quarries. Yeah. So my my so yeah, right you hear by like Ranger Lake and all that. The shit. Ironton Rail Trail and shit. Yep, yeah. right there. Yeah. Well, this guy owned a little chunk of property. <clears throat> he was, I would say at this time, probably like in his 60s. He was older than my dad. I believe he was like his golf coach and shit back in the day. This guy was living the dream. So like he had his whole property and he was, I don't want to say recluse, but he was kind of that guy where he just, he did his own thing. Mm-hmm. And before everyone would just, like there was a time where everyone had a garden. And then there was a time no one had a garden. And now there's a time where, like, everyone has, like, a garden again kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or somewhere in between. Um, and so he had, like, his yard was just plot, like, a huge, like, just acres of, like, you would almost assume, like, he was a farmer. And as a kid, everything felt bigger. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. Uh, and, and we would go there for our corn stalks because he would grow corn. He would grow all his own vegetables and all that shit. And did, did your dad know he could go at any anywhere around the block that like from there down to my house is literally fifty miles of corn fields? Well, I he just went there. We did this specifically to go there to kind of hang out and just see him because he was friends and they're tight. Ah, that gotcha. No, my dad worked for the state. He worked for PennDOT. And he didn't he pay money on for these all those country roads. We had stocks. fresh corn every night. Oh, well, summer long. New, New Hards is right back there on Monchok. Well, no, you don't even know do that shit because he, he was we worked for PennDOT, so like they're on all these backcountry roads every day. Like every guy in the crew, they would just you step into the cornfield, you take a piss, and you walk out with a couple handfuls of corn. 
Right. Oh, yeah, I got so you. It would just, you know, not. I'm not saying state employees of Pennsylvania steal corn from farmers. Sure. But my dad did. Um, <laughs> and listen, <laughs> and uh, that's nice. something that we're no. I, I don't know if we're even known for, but this area, the best corn on the cob and the planet. It's the shit. It, if you want, if you like corn on the cob, you can get the best uh, here. Like, like fucking, it tastes like candy almost. Yeah, it's so sweet. It's so good. Like 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 eye watering, like candy sweet. It's so fucking. But good. not in a bad way. Delicious. No, it's delicious. And like yeah. drenching it in butter, spices, oh. and Parmesan cheese is how we do uh, it I'm, here. I, I'm I'm a minimalist. For me, it's like just lather it in butter. Like you take a stick of butter and you just rip the wrapper off and just kind of rub the entire stick until it's gone, <laughs> and then you know roll it in like a whole like a vat of salt and you don't even really out. need to cook it much no no you like i would say like i put it on the grill just to char a little bit and then oh that's nice and yeah. then i rub butter on it and i i put i put do you, uh, do, it, you do you soak it like do you you soak the whole nope. thing and mm-hmm. uh, do, you do you ever do the burlap i've i've done it all but the best method is just rip it out of the sock stock put it right in the grill and yeah, good. Yeah. and uh, char it a little bit, and then I put I yeah. put butter, a little salt, pepper, uh, dinosaur barbecue seasoning, the Cajun seasoning. Okay, see, I I don't like going seasoning on it. I, I do. I'm, and then I'm I, a and, and then I cover that shit in Parmesan and Romano cheese. Yeah, oh. that's good. My um, God, <clears throat> all shuck style, I call it. Yeah, well, well, that's what it is. Um. So he would, it, we, uh, yeah, he would steal corn all the time. It was great. But we would go to this guy, and this was like a specific trip. We'd always go to get corn stalks uh, to decorate the house. Because I guess when you're driving around in like a big yellow truck with the state of Pennsylvania on the side of it, you could steal some corn, but you can't steal the whole stalks. We just need to decorate. Um, and also by then, the farmers usually went through the combines and killed all the rabbits and picked up all the corn stalks mm-hmm. so we would go to this guy and get him and we, it was everything we do with my dad was like butt ass early in the morning mm. like you woke up and you went and did it right away and that's why i'm kind of like a morning person i don't even know if it's by choice i was just bred to like get your ass up we're gonna go do something no. and i think it was just an excuse to start drinking at like 7 a.m <laughs> but <laughs> I, I could get beyond that but we are not i am not a morning person i'm saying we no. i don't know I don't know if anyone else in my family is or isn't. I know my brother wakes up at the ass crack of dawn. My sister gets up early too. I am not a morning. I am. You know me. I am not a morning person. No, oh, of course. Everyone I knows understand. not to call my phone before ten o'clock. Right. I I'm not going to reiterate the running joke in the office. Oh, it's afternoon. <laughs> no, it's not even Jake. Oh. <laughs> what, what are you doing? So one thing you never say to Ryan. Good morning. Good morning. Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's funny. It's like a good joke. Uh, it's it's Darth Jason that came up with that. He's the evil one that is behind all that. Uh, what's the one thing you it's... never say to Squeezer? Oh, it's six already. Oh, burn John. <laughs> oh, that's hurtful. <laughs> wow. Uh... <laughs> Some of us have children to put to bed. I know. So that they can then go and drink all night long. Um, 
No, you know me. Yeah. I, I'd rather stay till like six and get there any oh, early. I know. I know. I I don't. You don't have to. I'm sorry. Plus, no. you guys all leave by 530 and the building is super quiet. Oh, I know. I'm going to miss Taxi Squad. Get so much shit done. It's just me and Gozer in there. Yeah. Fulkerson. Don't fire me, please. For what? Uh, From the podcast. Oh, no. Uh, I, I can't do that. I can't fire you from work. I could, I could ruin Don't your life. Don't fire me from my regular job. <laughs> you can't fire me from this thing. I don't think I can fire you from the podcast. But I, can, I, can, I can fire you from um, work. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, so the whole Looney Tunes thing is because... So we would go like 7 a.m., we're up and we go to uh, this guy's house and it's like a ranchy trailer kind of set up. Like it's a very small little house, but, and it's kind of like one of those like hoarder yards that you would see on like that picker show. It's like, Oh, he's got like this tractor part here and that thing over there and a shit ton of other vegetables and corn and shit all over the place. Right. Well, and you just knock on the door and you go on in and you, as just, you do to a person's house. As you do. You just knock and walk <laughs> in. That's what you do. And it's 7 a.m. And this grown man in his 60s that we're there to get corn stalks from is sitting there in his pajamas <laughs> watching Looney Tunes. I've been waiting for eating, you. <laughs> eating eating chili out of a big pot. like like. Is this Ron Swanson? Like, like, well, it... it better i i this this is one of my favorite men ever i i love this guy someone he, once told me and a little while ago but they studied nutrition they studied they're like we only i was like oh you eat a someone ate a burger in the or something in the morning i was like yeah you could eat the, you shouldn't eat that whenever but you can eat it whenever i'm like what do you mean like you shouldn't eat a hamburger a cheeseburger ever but you can eat it no in the morning at lunch it doesn't fucking matter we only say foods are breakfast foods because we call them breakfast foods. Like I agree. Cereal was invented by a, Actually, if, a if, lunatic if cult member. Early, if you're going to eat early on, it should be more lean proteins. Right. You should eat like a chicken breast in the morning. Yes. Or like a fish. Yeah. I, I try that, but I can't help I don't myself. Eat, and I, gotta... I don't eat it. I'm, not, I'm dinner only and then all night. Like I'm not a, a day person eater. No, not breakfast uh, or lunch. But thing is, I, I like breakfast. Like, I like the process of making breakfast. Well, we, I like sitting yeah. down for breakfast. No, we've discussed this. Like, cereal was invented by a lunatic cult member who was trying to yeah. change the way we eat by uh, the Kellogg. He was a fucking crazy person. Mm-hmm. And Post was a member of his cult <laughs> who started his cereal. So <laughs> all cereal comes from a crazy lunatic. And now it's just wonderful, wonderful sugar. I can't even believe, like, to think that there's cereal aisles. Like, it's just fucking lunatic. It's it's crazy shit. That like this is not anything anybody should be eating. And and there's oh, that'd aisles be an of... interesting. I'm sure someone's put it out there. Think about that. If if you can come up with like a the amount of sugar per aisle in a grocery store. I'm not saying good or bad. I'm not being judgmental. I'm just curious. The amount of sugar in a grocery store, like per aisle what that cereal aisle would look like it's got to be through the goddamn roof well the candy aisle blows it away alone 
But yeah, cereal is as re- a ridic- uh, candy aisle doesn't count. No one actually goes at the candy aisle, do they? No, but also, until like for like holidays, there is a lot of sugar in fruit. There is, but it's a different kind. Like your body can process that. Not really. Uh, our bodies are meant. But no, to... no, but there is a lot of sugar in fruit. But if you eat one orange. Like you're talking servings. Like if you eat an orange, yeah, well, no, you get some they, sugar they in there. They say the vitamin. But if you eat a big a bowl of cereal is like like seventeen oranges in a bowl. No, you you get a lot of uh, sugar in an orange, but they say it bounces out by the fiber, and that's why you shouldn't drink orange juice and the vitamins you get with it. That's um, why I gotta water, water down my orange juice. It's way too goddamn sweet. Right. Oh, and going back to Joe's question, corner the cob. You go left. You go like a typewriter. Oh, yeah. You go left to right. Yeah. Yeah, who goes around? That's insane. Maybe I might do the ends, kind of like cutting your grass, like you edge it, and then you go through and finish it. But I, I could never, like... Wow, I'm going to try... I'm not. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try eating corn, like, on the round, like a spindle. So there's this... Mu- in in uh, one serving... Of cinnamon toast crunch, there's as much sugar as in one orange, nine grams. Yeah, but how? Who has one serving? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, you eat the whole box, but I'm just saying. Uh, I well, right before the show, we're like Mrs. Like got the girls to bed. Miss Squeezer comes down. She's like, "Oh, I'm hungry. I'm gonna have a snack." She busts out. She went like crazy on the cereal. Like she, and she busts out a box of like golden grams. Oh, they have uh, a new retro recipe with honey, and I got to get my hands on that. Uh, she opened that up. She's like, do you want to have some? I'm like, nah, I'm not a cereal guy. So I, I went, and I just got a block of cheese, and I ate a block of cheese. Uh, while <laughs> have she you ever had a steakhouse cheddar squeezer with onions in it? Like, like, uh, yeah, I guess so. It's got, like, sautéed onions in it? Yeah, I'm not I'm not. Oh my. about infused... No, uh, it, squeezer. It's a texture thing. No, I'm not, no, it's no. a texture thing. I'm not crazy about infused things into my cheeses. This is incredible. So uh, I had it at the winery uh, over the weekend. Um, you, you have uh, Enchantress wanted to go to the winery, and uh, you can't just drink without ordering a meal. So you get the cheese plate, and the cheese plate had uh, cheddar, gouda, and steakhouse cheddar. I ate. It. I'm like, this tastes like it's got. Like onions in it, like like um, sautéed onions, but like just the week before at Trader Joe's, I bought a a uh, a uh, like a French onion cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. It, it squeezer, it is it is mind blowing. It's so good. A French onion cheddar cheese. That's interesting because mm-hmm. I usually use a mix of provolone and mozzarella on my French onion. Now well, this is cheddar, and it's fucking mm. good. Oh god! Because, like, the last thing I do is like I make a French onion soup and I cook it down, and I'll render it, and and then especially leftovers is even better. And you let it. I will pre-cook some, like I'll I'll make mine like in a little crock, and do, then I'll do make you have one and set aside and let it cool. And then I have these nice little corningware dishes with like plastic lids you can put on, so you mm. let it cool and then pop that on, put it in the fridge. And then that, because when it sits and then the, the French onion like infuses into the cheeses, oh, like three days later, godliness. Oh. Well, that's how this cheese tastes, just in general. Oh, oh yeah. Um, all right, are you done talking about corn stalks? 
No, I didn't even get. Oh, so yeah, I went, oh. we show up to this guy's house and he's sitting there in his pajamas, watching Looney Tunes, eating chili out of like like a legit like it was on the stove from the night before, and he just kind of pulled it off and was just eating chili, watching Looney Tunes at 7 a.m. in like his 60s, and these two guys show up to take corn stalks out of his yard. He's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Never got up. Just sat there. And that for me, that's one of those memories that's just burned in my head that I'm just so fond of and I love. Guys living uh, life. That I'm going to share with everyone, but I, uh, I can really go for just some and just the idea of just sitting and he was alone and I, I love my family. But the concept of being alone and eating chili and watching Looney Tunes at 7 a.m. Uh, <laughs> really appeals to me. <laughs> Uh, all right. I think it's time to move on. We're two and a half hours into the show. Um, here is my last pick. Everyone, just thank the gods above that I'm almost done with my picks. Getting there, everybody. Every legend is based on fact. Every myth is grounded in truth. For 17 years, the town of Haddonfield, Illinois, has been haunted by a night when evil roamed the streets and a madman ruled the night. Everyone knows his name. Now, Everyone will know the truth. I knew what he was, but I never knew why. Halloween since the origin of Michael Myers. The origin. So, okay, uh, it's no secret that my mom made us watch Halloween movies and she scarred me fundamentally as a child by um, making me uh, watch killer clowns from outer space on pay-per-view when I was a kid. So my dad was a cable engineer. He still is. And because of that, we had free pay-per-view channels. There was two channels. One played a movie uh, that like rotated between four movies a day. And the other channel played the same movie every day. So my mom would make us watch uh, certain movies, and she loved. My mom loves Halloween and loves horror movies. And um, sorry, Sean, he's laying in the dark and listening to this Halloween. So this has Paul Rudd in it though, so he's so dreamy. It's not that bad. Um, I remember this came out in '95, and this was the first one by Dimension. So I guess they bought more pay-per-view or HBO time. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was on all the time. And my mom made us. She, my mom's favorite franchise is Halloween. That's why I've seen, and that's why I always love Halloween three season of the witch. Cause it's like the least scariest of them all. And it's the most fun. And it doesn't have Michael Myers in it. You and tried selling me on it the other day. I love it. It's my favorite of the Halloween movies, but, um, my mom made us watch. So I like this one too, because we watched it so many times I came, I became numb to it and they sell, I guess since this is the first uh, dimension, this is the first one owned by Disney. Disney actually owns this one. Owned it at one point. Um, that's all the merch at Spirit is for this movie, uh, my, uh, Halloween 6, 
uh, the Curse of Michael Myers. So I, I bought a Haddonfield uh, hat the other day at Spirit. That's really cool. It's a trucker hat, Squeezer. It's my style hat. And, oh, yeah. Um, so this movie talked about how Michael Myers got his powers. And no one ever really said he had powers before. <laughs> Fucking... Okay, the first Halloween's amazing. He's followed by this. She's followed by the shape. He's killing everybody. It's great. Second movie, all right. I'm not the biggest fan of retconning him as her brother. Kind of stupid. Third movie, amazing. Nothing to do with Michael Myers. Uh, oh, Sean, you got to see Season of the Witch. It's awesome. Um, uh, fourth movie, um, The Return of Michael Myers with uh, uh, Laurie Strode's daughter. Jamie and he's trying to kill her for some reason and um Loomis is chasing him down fifth movie it's the same exact thing as the fourth movie he's trying to kill her again uh sixth movie changes everything he's trying to kill all her relatives the cousins but they explain like the the occult uh that like worshipped and gave the powers to Michael Myers and tried to take the baby held in fucking i don't fucking know the story god damn it's so convoluted and weird but paul <laughs> rudd is in it and it's actually pretty good and it set off a string of kind of decent halloween movies uh because after that um oh i'm trying to see the i want to look it up because before, so i don't screw it up the exact uh timeline this was the first movie done by dimension and we'll get to h2o Hold on. So there's also a producer's cut of this that everyone says is so much better. I never saw it. I gotta, I gotta uh, get a good look at this. This takes place in '95, six years after the events of 1989. So it's in um, the continuity of the C- the the second movie, uh, and then it's all wiped out with H2O, which is my third favorite Halloween movie. Goes, Is that the one in outer space? No, you're thinking Jason, buddy. Jason X. Yeah, well, we're talking Halloween, Michael Myers. Oh, eh, same period to me. Either way, I'm too scared to watch it. Um, Halloween, Okay, Halloween Fear of uh, So I'm ha- a big scaredy cat. Halloween's great. Halloween 2 sucks. Halloween 3 is amazing. <laughs> Halloween 4 is okay. Halloween 5 is eh. Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers is this one. I love it. Uh, Halloween H2O is the next movie in the thing. And, and this retcons everything. And this movie's Halloween H2O is fucking awesome. I saw this movie at in Ocean City, Maryland at the mall because it was raining when we were down there. It came out August 5th, 1998. And I fucking love Halloween H2O. It's so Ooh, that's even I, I know they release Halloween. They don't like release a Halloween movie on Halloween, but. August 5th is kind of early. That's like they dumping re- ground. They released Halloween on October 25th, 1978. What? They released Halloween. I get that. They released Halloween 2 on October 30th. No, I don't get it because it's too early. You got it. Or too late. They no, re- no, 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 no. I get releasing it around Halloween. Even October 30th I get because it's out and now you got September, October. Right. It's fine. But August 5th, like that's... Yeah, so then then the next movie that's in the series, Halloween Resurrection, that's the that's the sequel to Halloween H2O with um, Buster Rhymes. They released that on July 12th. And Ooh. Halloween Resurrection was the last of the 
Laurie Strode series uh, until Rob Zombie took it over in 2007 with Halloween and Halloween 2. And then the third movie titled just Halloween was released uh, by David Gordon Green, which is a direct sequel to Halloween 1. And I liked it a lot. Um, but it's got two sequels, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Halloween Kills comes out next year. Halloween Ends comes out the year uh, further. So are those pushed back at all, or are we still expecting those? There's, oh, I, I don't know. So far, so, the same thing. I would think mo- most of that shit would still be... It doesn't take long to shoot a horror film. So Yes. Are you talking... Halloween 2 continues Halloween... Are you talking the Rob... Sean, you might be talking the Rob Zombie ones. Halloween 2 was the one that um, retconned... Uh, yeah, they are in the hospital. Yes, yes. It's the one that retcons um, Michael as Laurie Strode's brother, which I did not like that much. Uh, it's it's okay, and there's some cool NECA figures out that I want with the skull and the pumpkin, but uh, I love three season of The Witch. Um, that was always my favorite as a kid, and my mom's least favorite, but I always loved that it was, it, it was the only one of the, that didn't have Michael Myers in it. So, yeah, there is there's a lot of fucking Halloween movies. I uh, I think I only saw the first one. With the shape. Oh, you gotta watch three seasons of The Witch. You'll be all right. Uh, I don't know. Is Blofeld in it? Nope. Never mind. <laughs> I think I only watched it because of Donald Pleasance. So. I, I it's what you said last week. Yeah, but Donald Pleasance is in. Yeah. Uh, this one, the one I'm talking about, Curse of Michael Myers. It's his last one. It's when, his last appearance. When did that come out? Yeah, because he, he died in the 90s. This came out in 95. He died in 95. Oh, well, there you go. Came out after he died. It was a posthumous release. Posthumous? He was a shit in a great escape, too. Okay, squeeze. Oh, we could do a. Hang on, I'm making a note. Right after we do the Kevin Costner, we can do a Donald Pleasant show. <laughs> All right, Squeezer, your last pick. Here it is. All right, I'm out of ideas. Uh, it's payday. I'll wager you've been looking forward to this. Oh, yes, ma'am. Here we are. Two quarters. Two quarters. You deserve every penny. You know, I've told a lot of my girlfriends about you, and they have chores, too. Two quarters? But you didn't say thank you. Listen, lady, I can leave without screaming, and I can leave without saying a bad word, but there is no way that I am saying thank you. You're welcome. All right, then, off you go to (laughs) spend it on penny whistles and moon pies. Penny whistles and moon pies. Oh, I know. Squeezer brought it up. Um, ah, shit. Penny whistles and moon pies. You're there. There we go. Oh, good. Um, so, yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I was an entrepreneur at the time. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this probably made at least, in my in my case, uh, 50 cents maybe uh, taking in uh, the opportunities that you get in raking leaves in the fall 
Did, yeah. did you at any point oh, try to? Yes. Like you thought you were that. a businessman because you were going door to door at the rake. I wasn't the- going door to door, but I thought I did it for my aunts, and she paid me in a fucking Arizona iced tea. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! You can't get penny whistles and moon pie with that. No. Nope. Like I, I told the story before, like the little Italian market where they hired us, like because I was a regular, because I'd get home from school and get a coke and a stick of pepperoni and eat it on the way home. Mm-hmm. Uh, roughly on average, I figured was about 1500 calories in one block. Um, and like, Hey, rake some leaves and we raked like, and they were like, they were like apple and pear trees. So it's not just like leaves, but like leaves and sticks and then trying to rake up apples and rotten pears, which is fucking misery. Uh, and then when we're all done, they actually hand us five dollars. Like, Hey, you guys can go see a movie with this. It's like, uh, no. You could. The Plaza 2. So no. Five movies. Well, that was, it was closed by then. I was in high school. Oh. Uh, maybe junior. I was probably like in seventh, eighth grade. Um, just because I, I, I was expecting more. Like, at, at, before this, I was going door to door charging 50 cents and like thrilled. Because oh you God. thought that was a lot of money. Leaf raking's worse than uh, snow shoveling. Well, see, I always thought it was better because I liked the fall, and I wasn't cold. And it wasn't like that heavy, wet snow. So you just rake some leaves. And if you do a half-assed job, no one gave a shit. Because it's like, oh, look, the cute little kid. Yeah, but there's money in snow ter- shoveling. Was- there's no money in leaf raking. Yeah, but there's no effort or energy in leaf raking, where there's a lot of effort and there's heart attacks and snow shoveling. You don't you don't see uh, win- uh, yearly reports from the news when they try to tell you, oh, uh, there were 147 heart attacks raking leaves this year. No, no, no. You don't have a heart attack raking leaves, um, unless you're like doing blow while raking leaves, which. Oh, how do you rake leaves? That's how I rake leaves. That's the way to go. Shit. Um, you're up there just cutting the fucking tree down. <laughs> you just do a line. You start raking them. I was like, fuck, this tree's got to go. <laughs> Cut it the fuck down. Um, but yeah, so we would go door to door. and But like, and, and door to door in our neighborhood, like you can go to like the end of the block. And it's like, oh, this is as far as we're allowed to go. But you had friends and there were other kids. And then the other half of the block didn't even have trees. And you'd still, like, go to them. It's like, all right, 50 cents. And we're like, well, rake the leaves in your yard. And, like, they're looking around. They're like, there's no leaves. Like, all right, go ahead. And they give you 50 cents. And you go out there and you stand there in the grass just raking leaves like an asshole. Um, Raking grass like an asshole because there's nothing there. And they think it's cute. I'm sure there's like a Polaroid somewhere of me standing there raking leaves in some stranger's yard. Uh, hmm. No. It's all starting to click now. Um, yeah, and meanwhile, my yard looked like complete shit because my mom and dad told me to go rake the leaves, but, well, they weren't going to give me 50 cents. They were just going to give me room and board and send me the movies, buy me toys and all the other shit, but they weren't going to pay me. Yeah, um, drag my sister along with it. When when I was a kid, uh, burning trash wasn't the only thing we burnt in the barrel out back. Leaves were also a, a nice burning, uh, 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 burning yeah, we time with burn. dad. 
I kind of li- at that point I lived in the sticks. It got built up. It's no longer the sticks. But when I was there, it was you were allowed to have open uh, garbage uh, fires and and leaf fires. Yeah, I gotta look into that because now I'm in like borderline. I went from like in town sticks where like you you can burn an effigy if for all you care. But now I'm like kind of in town, out of town. I'm I'm curious about that. I gotta look into that. Um. But we had we had like this. It was this plastic ring, that, like it was like a hula hoop. With like a band that would like clip all around it. That you put the hoop in the bag, fold it over, and then clip it on, and then you can like rake the leaves right into it. Yeah. It was awesome. I love that thing. That was great. Um. Well, I think you've said but, all yeah, you can was... say about raking leaves. Yeah, there's not much more you can say about raking leaves. And There's not uh, much more I can say about playing football with myself jumping into a bag of leaves or a yeah. pile of leaves. No, yeah, Sean, I, I actually and of the Friday the 13th films. I don't find them scary at all. I, I enjoy the... They're fun. I, I like... There's some, I don't know why I find them different. They are um, different. They're summer movies. They're not Halloween movies. They're summer uh, slashers. They are. Yeah. I, I don't I don't find like I don't get a single scare out of like Friday. I, I find them amusing. I like Jason's hilarious. I I was Jason in the Halloween parade. I carried the American flag as a Cub Scout with a machete and a bloody hockey mask, you know? It's... Your own personal bloody machete too. <laughs> yes. It was plastic, you silly goose. Oh, I'm so silly. Right, well, now it's not. All right. We will be back next week. We've gone almost three hours this week talking about <laughs> fall nonsense, kids. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. It's two hours, <laughs> 48 on tape. I got to edit a couple of my bad impressions cut, out. Cut, some pee cut breaks. Your impressions down. A couple pee breaks. Right. But um, nonetheless, we've gone three hours. People, if you have liked this show, <laughs> go and rate and review us. Uh, st- Tune to for our new stickers coming out. Um, we'll be back next if week. If you don't like it, don't rate and review us because we can't handle that emotional roller coaster. I know. We are very sensitive boys. Sweet, sensitive boys. We said it all. We just want to be liked. We just want to be liked. We'll be back next week. Same rad time, same rad channel. I'm RK. Hi. <laughs> you, know, you didn't do it. I didn't do it at the beginning of this show. Yeah. I saved it for the end. All right, I'm RK. Laser. See you next week, kids.